Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Father's Day and Juneteenth and any other holiday that you can come up with. You have came back to the podcast that loves to celebrate all things black and fatherly. Welcome back to another episode of the Governor Name Podcast. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. My name is Cole Jackson. Now I can talk. My name is Shogun. What's happening? Hey, I ain't want to stop the oldies, man. I like this. This that this that Father's Day music right here. Yeah, we. Yeah. we, we this that come in the house. Hey, why you ain't cleaning them dishes, boy? What's going on in here? You playing these games all day? Get in there and clean them dishes. Hold up. Where my chicken at? Where my big piece of chicken? Hold on now. <laughs> you know I need 16 hours. You don't eat my big piece of chicken? Hold on now. I was trying to start up a little bit mellow this week because yeah. it's Father's Day. We want everybody to chill. well past Father's Day. Yeah. Hey. As, oh man, I, I hate myself. <laughs> I started wearing dad hats because I started sunning niggas. <laughs> you a rapper, man. Hey. Oh man, welcome back I'm to Government Podcast, man. Woo. So man, how you doing, brother? You. Man, you still, you're still a man about town. Oh uh, yeah, man. I'm po- suitcase poppy this week. Uh, you you came out with a, a a large sigh, so it sounded like you done had a rough one. What's going on? It's with been you? a week, you man. You know, it's been Tell a it's week. been a bit of a week. Um, just what you know, everyday life? ups and downs. Um, shout out to my yeah, we'll be hey ups and downs, smiles hey. and frowns. Yeah, hey. We'll hey. Fairy Fairy tales, tales, man. That's the that's the Snoop. <laughs> that shit get me through some days, bro. <laughs> um, nah, man. It was just it was just a you know your typical nine to five See, bullshit. And um, shout out to your lady. Oh yeah, man. Shout out to her for um just being there. It's cool when you got somebody that'll that'll believe in you before you believe in yourself and and root you right, on. What we really needed each other this week, and I thought that was pretty oh, dope. So that was. That was uh that was a that was a just a totally it was awesome situation, man. So I'm I'm so thankful to have her in my life because that nigga needed me, I needed her, and we just uh, came boy, together and needed each other. And I can see it. It's, it's, it's happening right before our eyes, ladies and gentlemen. This nigga's falling in love, y'all. Oh yeah, hey, I'm proud of you. Bro. That motherfucker. Yeah. That motherfucker is the. She's great. She's uh, she's wonderful. Shit. Yeah. So you- I I have to uh, if I can piggyback on your your uh, sentiments. Uh, I don't know if they could tell. Maybe y'all can tell. I'm a little congested right now. I'm a little under the weather. Uh, I'm still out of town working, and uh, I'm sick. And my girl came through. She brought me the hellified care package, bro. I'm talking about 
She brought me Dayquil and Nyquil, bro. <laughs> she brought me some uh, chicken noodle soup, bowls to put it in, some spoons and all this stuff, crackers, bro, some Reese's Pieces, cause just so I wanted something sweet to eat on. And she rubbed my back. I'm just like, damn, I ain't never had no affection like this. Like this was, this was definitely needed. So I can understand where you coming from by saying shout out to your lady and needing her and y'all helping each other out. I was kind of down bad a little bit, and she she pepped me up. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. beat that, man. You can't beat when nah. when you're down bad nah. and, and somebody want to pick you up. So I was, yeah, buddy. I was just thankful for her this week and just you know her kicking me in my ass and being, hey nigga, you good as shit. Pat yourself on the back every now and again. And I'm just like, I don't okay. know how. Oh, oh, so it's okay when she do it, but I can't do well, it. You ain't man. got no soft legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's damn for sure. Yeah. And you ain't gonna never find right, out. Right, exactly. She <laughs> got soft legs and a, and a nice voice. <laughs> you can say, I'll listen to her. Yeah, I ain't gonna listen to your ugly ass. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you, you, you suitcase poppy, man. I can't fuck with suitcase poppy. You feel me? Yeah. You don't even know where you're going to stay tomorrow. Right. Nigga. <laughs> nigga, you ain't even got no solid home no more, nigga. When the last time you had a solid home? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I paid that rent, though. <laughs> Shout out to Red. Appreciate Red. Hey, look. Look. I'm going to let you continue. So I hit Red up yes, uh, last week, and I was like, hey, what you doing today? So Red, she don't be texting. She called my ass. She said, what up, nigga? I was like, yo, I need to pay my rent tomorrow. <laughs> like, by tomorrow, or my shit gonna be on the street. <laughs> she said, "What you need?" I said, uh, "Can I send you some money and you can go drop off a check?" She's like, "You need a cashier's check or a money order?" I was like, "Nigga, I don't know. Just pay the shit." Money order, but she, yeah, Always. she helped me take care of that. Yeah, but nah, shout out to Red because I uh, I needed that. Shout out to good yeah. friends, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to good friends. We're good friends. I just didn't want to pay my rent. I ain't gonna lie. I, mean, <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to pay no bill. I'm being real with y'all. Yeah. I had the money just sitting there. Like, it looked better in my account than yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fuck, All the time. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, nigga. Hey, hell no. You don't need that. I need it more than you. Man, for real. I work for it. What you do for it? I guess you gave Technic- me a place to stay. Technically, out. they're working, too. They give you a place to stay. They, they, they don't own this shit. <laughs> they manage it. So manage to get me to pay this for a cheaper rent. They ain't going to that? the managers. going to the owner. That's the problem. <laughs> it should be going to the people who's here. Then you ground level, ground level needed before the folks up top. They up top already. The nigga sick. <laughs> nigga, I will find a. Way. I know. I told you we got your lawyer show coming up. It's cause I need it. Hey, we gotta hurry that speed that shit up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> need that check, man. <laughs> I need that. Nigga, it's already spent. I don't even know how much I'm getting paid. I spent it already. The nigga said I need it. Hey. Cash in hand, nigga. Right now. <laughs> it's my money and I want it now. It was JG wet work, nigga. Who, Call Goldberg, who's sitting, 800, who's 600, sitting in the, 6014. Who's sitting in the rooms? It's like, the commercials would be like, it's my money and I want it now. Genius. Nigga, I understand that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling. <laughs> that shit don't resonate with you? Uh, yeah, that's why I know it. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. why I know it. Cause it that really, wasn't no jingle. That was a promise. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is like, yo, y'all niggas. Mm, mm-hmm. Nah, it's my money and I need it I now. Need it today. All you hear in the background, fuck yeah. So, but yeah, no, man, it was, it was a, it was a very, 
up and down roller coaster ride of a, of a week. Everything all right? As good as it can be. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, typical Do shit. Do we need to put some feet and hands on something? Oh, no, nah, nigga, I ain't in cuffs now. Hold on. Okay. Hey, if it was that serious, you, we, <laughs> this I got podcast, some I need to get this out podcast would have started with. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from. You have a collect call from the Jefferson County? <laughs> what up, nigga? <laughs> Jefferson County? Where you at? I'll be on Jefferson. the way. The suitcase poppy on the way. I'll be like, <laughs> yo, what up? <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> Yeah, would you would you accept the charges for this collect call from Cole hey. Jackson? <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say your name. You're gonna be, you already know. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> it ain't even that. It ain't even that. It ain't even that. It ain't even that. I just All right. hear what it is. I be like, hey man, I feel you. <laughs> just you know, just call my mama. Tell just tell it's my mama they got to me. Try. Tell my mama they got me, man. All right, before we go any further, man, I, I didn't even know this was actually, they didn't give me a date when it was going to drop, but I need everybody to go to the Decipher, um, Decipher T.I.'s Urban Legend on YouTube. Oh. I, I sat with a panel. We did a breakdown of T.I.'s Urban Legend. Yeah. And um, I actually got I, a, I, I got some good feedback off it. People, <clears throat> people really enjoyed, um, enjoyed the podcast that we did in the panel. And you know why? Why? Your clip is the clip that's going around the oh, internet right now. <laughs> that's what I was like. Yeah, my nigga cooking out there. Uh, this man came with some actual inf- Well, I'm not going to say actual. Like, everybody did a good job. I ain't, I ain't listening right. to it, but in the clip, everything was great. But you came out with a different opinion from the, the collective, and you backed it up with actual, like, thoughts and how you felt about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought it was dope. The, to be able to sit with a panel and talk about music with those guys. They've been doing breakdowns of albums for a minute, mm-hmm. and I was just blessed. And then they're inviting me back for another. Can't tell you what album it is, but I'm excited to do it. But uh, they're going to invite me back. Can you tell me the artist? That's not telling me the album. That's just the artist. Let me just say it's a southern, another Southern artist. That's all I can tell you. Nigga, do you know how many Southern artists... <laughs> I tell you what. Okay, let me ask. Okay, I put. uh, I add something else to it. He is probably one of the. He's top five in the South. Do you know how many Southern (laughs) artists that is? (laughs) If it's not Andre Three Thousand, The Killer Mike, or Scarface, uh, I can't tell you, man. I don't want to ruin. It's one of them. I don't want to ruin what they got set up because they got everything scheduled and planned. What state he from? The South. Oh, Atlanta, like everybody else. <laughs> oh, that ain't no state. That's a city. <laughs> but all right. I'll leave it alone. Yeah, I don't want to ruin their stuff, yeah. what they got coming through, but they got okay. plans. And I'm gonna... What can I listen to it at? The Deciphered is on YouTube if you want to watch it. Um, you can actually listen to it on um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. They're not, they don't have a Spotify situation right now. There's reasons behind it, kind of like how, how our shit got took one time. Hey man, they got theirs too. <laughs> Real niggas know. <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> y'all niggas ain't like y'all untouchable, goddamn. I keep telling hey, you, <laughs> we get touched on all we the time. Touched. But uh, please, guys, take some time out to go listen. Uh, let me make sure I'm. Uh, I was about to say that you got might need to give them the spelling because it's a little funky. Yeah, it's deciphered. It's D E C Y P H E R D deciphered. And um, it's Deciphered Media Group. When you go look for it, 
But when you go yeah. on the YouTube, let me make sure. And I put the link in there, man. Just support it, man, because these guys actually they pulled me into my element, man. Um, right. The the YouTube page is called We Are Deciphered, and now don't just check out my video. They got a ton of other good breakdowns. Um, one of my favorite podcasts. So, um, I can't wait to be on another panel <laughs> to talk about this next album. It'll be a minute before I before it comes out. But uh, yeah. Hmm. I thought that was pretty dope. And people was like, yo, you did pretty good. I said, well, thanks, man. I know a little bit about they music. like you don't, you don't, you talk for a living, my G. <laughs> like, this is, hey, this guy is tested at this point. You know what's funny? People don't really, <clears throat> still don't really know that I do, I pod like this. Yeah, well, we don't project our show out there as much as we probably should. No, I mean, not even that, like... If it's not this, I have a movie podcast. If it's not the movie podcast, I'm actually kind of like the 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 uh, shadow mic on Sex with Friends. Like I pod, nigga. Like this is what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that position would be very fun. Being the guy in the background on Sex with Friends. That sounds like. That. Well, I mean, it seems fun. It is. It's like it really what are y'all? Is. What? Because I, I be doing that to myself when I listen to the conversation card artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they be talking on their podcast, I feel like I'm in the room. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is what I would say. I'm pretty much the way. parks of their show. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It works. Oh, I, I, I like that position, too. I'm just like, oh, well, you know. You, you the Damaris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Damaris. <laughs> you the Damaris. <laughs> That's pretty much my week, man. I, 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 I It's another part of my week that happened, but... There's a movie that I seen, but I won't wait till you tell yo tell you. Oh, I saw it. I saw the flash. Well, I want you to tell people how you weak, man, brother. Oh, my week. I mean, nigga, I'm in a suitcase and then in the hotel room. I got a little sick. I was in a hailstorm. That shit blew over. You're fucking uh, what? Yeah, I was in a hailstorm. Nigga, what the? I was outside climbing telephone poles, working on wires, and the sky got black. And I said, "What's this wet storm?" I got off that motherfucker, and by the time I got to my truck, fucking ice was falling from the sky. Sound like my first time having sex. What's this wet stuff? Hey, I'll be. Hey. Oh, am I supposed to be like that? Slippery. Man, the first time? I ain't gonna lie, I ain't know what the fuck I was doing. My first oh, I told time. her. I told her. I told her, girl. I said, like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I was in there just. I just said I, I was thrusting hips with no rhythm. I, <laughs> I told was like a hold down. I was like, I have no you know, idea what I'm doing. You know how like like those drunken uh, oh, I forgot what they call like what do they call like when the white people are in the barn and they having like the music playing? Mention? No, a hold down. Come on, the party. I guess it is a hold down. It was like that when I was having my first <laughs> line dancing. It was like line dancing. <laughs> Bro, in my high school, we had like line dancing classes, and I took some. But that ain't a hoedown. I don't know what a hoedown is. I just yeah, well, I don't either. Well, you know, you know what a hoedown is. <laughs> like, you know, Keisha and them, you know. Not but Keisha. Hold me down. No. Yeah. My come on. Jeez. We know. Get it how you we live. <laughs> Get it how you live, huh? <laughs> Niggas know all this. Man, that's cold because it can't do that. She does. She know that. Apparently she don't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but nah, my first time going. I was in there straight legging like a mug. I ain't know what I was doing. Just no rhythm. I'm just <laughs> going in. Luckily, the girl was older than me, so she knew what she was doing. She helped me. 
Nah, we was in there trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> we was teaching you to tell some uh, timetables, my nigga. We was like, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Mine, she uh, been, she the been around division, the block. Nigga. For, mm, she had been around the block. That nigga said, been around the block. Damn. That, now that I'm thinking about it, that has a terrible connotation. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just know, hey, she knew more than I knew. She just wanted to yeah. get it. And I said, oh, She okay. wanted to get down. Get down. You thought I was handsome. Uh, let's see. What a. <laughs> <laughs> hey, handsome. You talking to me? Yeah, who? <laughs> me? <laughs> nigga, me? <laughs> yeah. And nigga said, Oh, tell me more. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, I really don't have any interesting stories that happened this week, man. I honestly just been working. Mm. And uh, I got one more week up here in Sheffield, and I think I'm I'm taking my ass to the house. Look at that. I've been uh, gone for a minute. Look, at you don't like me in suitcase popping no more, huh? Nah, and that's it. I got sick. <laughs> I said, this shit ain't worth it. <laughs> Nigga, I had that's to go to work. I can't, yeah, I couldn't call in. I, I asked the manager. I was like, hey, bro, what do we do if we on loan? Like, okay, so the, the agreement said, is that. <laughs> the agreement is. <laughs> The agreement is, if you on loan, bro, you here to work overtime, right? You doing extra work. So I'm like, okay, we we are guaranteed to work six days. But what if I'm not feeling like working them six days straight? Dude looked at me and said, I don't know. I ain't never had that happen. I said, I know. I ain't never had that happen. (laughs) But I ain't feeling too good. He was like, well, I guess if you don't feel good, you can go home. I was like, "Ah, I need to get this money. So I, I forced myself to push through. Damn, bro. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, bro. You know how this is. Got to pay these bills. I had the same. I had the same. That's what my woman had to talk me through this week. I was like, yo, I hate my job. I'm going to be fully transparent with y'all. I I suck at it now. I'm not. I'm fully. You think it's the the job? I'm fully checked out. You're checking out. I'm fully checked out. It's not not, um, fulfilling. It's not what I need or what I want to do. But I need it because it's funding so many other things in my life, and I have to right. have it. But it's like, you know, I had a stern yep. talking to not too long ago about my production. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, well, and I told my manager, I was like, yo, man, I suck at the, I'm drowning out there. Not because, I mean, one, the dynamic of the job changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And two, it's like, I don't. I ain't fulfilled. This is not what I want to do. I'm, I'm in here doing this stuff for y'all, and it ain't working for me. Right. Um, so when you add all of those things together, you get low production. Now, my manager actually gave me two weeks to to get my production up, and I did what I had to do to get it up. Not for no firing situation. I mean, just okay. for a write-up. <laughs> I was like, just for weeks, a write-up. Man. Uh, oh, man, I take a write-up. Man. But um, I know I need my job because, like I said, it's funding what I need to, to do. And uh, Yeah. You know, so I just, that, on top of just everything I'm juggling, stressful, and it sucks. And sometimes you get in a funk, and um, you just look at shit differently. I was just like, I don't want to be no. here, man. And I, I know I have plans for next year, what I want to do, and what I want to move forward with, and stuff like that. But, you know, I told my, I talked to my boss's boss, and I told her, I was just like, I just need this to the end of the year. I just kept it a buck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just like, Damn. I said, I don't want to, I said, because I don't come into work um, as jovial as I used to because I hate going into the office or stuff like that. And I told her, I said, man, a lot of these people who want me to be happy-go-lucky and high-five and that bullshit, 
ain't none of them gonna help me when I'm out the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I said, if I come in, sit down and do my work because I know my production is down and just focus on that shit, that's what's gonna get me put to my next paycheck, which is gonna get me to find everything else that <clears> I wanna <throat> do. So I don't have time to come in here and what's up, y'all? And sit around the water cooler and bullshit. Um, yeah. I need to make sure that I'm consistent and getting what I need to get out so I can keep this consistent paycheck. But, you know, it's a. Uh, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, this is great. But. Yeah, never fake the funk, but we got to kind of figure out what's the, the cause of it. You think it's that y'all are going back to the office has changed how you feel about the job? No, I just hate my job, bro. Just, it's not, I, I, I already said it. It's not what I want to do. It's not fulfilling. And I'm going to move forward with whatever I want to do. But right now. But I mean, uh, oh, go ahead. most of us hate our jobs. We, we, we're all not happy at it. But we, we, do, we go through the motions just to get that money. That's what I'm doing. And so it sounds like you don't even feel like going through the motions. Um, well, again, some of the dynamics of the job has changed. Um, right, and so that's a little uh, harder than I, what I'm used to. So I'm kind of getting used mm-hmm. to those things as well, new parameters, so on and so forth. So I'm still trying to get adapt to those types of things as well. So it's a little bit of all of it mixed together. But yeah, no, I, am, that's, that's I, I know how to work. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know that. <laughs> I know you know how to do the job, and I, I know you can figure out and adjust to the changes. It's just. Something has changed where you just like, man, I don't even care about this no more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was just like, oh, I wonder what that is. I'm just not fulfilled but there. And it's if you if you going if you gonna do it to the end of the year, that would be great. But I just hope you got something lined up I, for after that. Yeah, I already know. I got a plan, bro. I always right. got a plan. But for right now, I just is like, I need to make sure that I'm holding on to this job to the end of the year. Yeah. So I got, well, got I got that, a plan. Bro. I got I six got, months ain't nothing. Gotta go through it. Oh yeah, nigga. Like, I ain't do six months on my chest, cuz. I know, yeah, right? Yeah. Let me do that. Yeah. So, but no, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm gonna do what I have to do to keep my job. I'm not gonna sit up here and, and you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> knowingly make an F and flunk out of of my job. Right, right. You know, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. It's just, you know, it's gonna take a little bit more kicking the ass <clears throat> and um Understanding yeah, need a what, little bit more. what's being what's what it's funding what I need to do. So that's all. You just need a little bit more motivation. So some more pay would be great, but a lot that, of people, that's what I tell people all the time. It's like, look, if you want me to do this shit with that jovial attitude and happy go lucky shit, give me some money. That'll change my attitude real quick. You know what I read though? I read that if you can't do what you supposed to do with what you're getting. More money ain't gonna do nothing to make you fuck up more, <laughs> or fuck your money up. Who more. says I'm fucking up? <laughs> you know, I, I understand. Yeah, that. so yeah, it's just like you gotta learn how to manage the shit. You nah, got you now. can't say that. That's the same dumb shit. Like you can't miss what you never had. <laughs> Nigga, I'm broke. I don't have money, and I need money to do the things that I want to do. How could I be influenced or change my dynamics if I don't know what those dynamics are because of lack of funds? But you have to know how to manage the current funds you have. Because How can you manage a dollar when you got negative dollars? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fuck I'm going to do with negative? <laughs> you acting like, why are you so negative? Because my accountant's in the negative, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right, right, right. 
But this is one of T.I. said, better get on your job, yeah. nigga. Better get on your job. He was out here saying motivation, but he was slanging crack. That was <laughs> his job. He ain't got no job. That is not Selling a nine to five. Is a job. It ain't got to be nine to five. He was an influencer. You, you, don't tell me to get on my job when you ain't got to be on that corner. He was an influencer. Nigga, get on your corner, nigga. Better get on your corner. Yeah, he was an influencer. I keep telling you. He influencing. That ain't no job. That is a, That's why all these broke-ass influencers faking the being phone. Being an influencer is a job these days. Well, be an influencer then. Oh, no. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, yeah, I ain't gonna The influence I do, I go to jail for. <laughs> oh, you under the influence. I got nah, you. No, I'm Franklin Saint out here. Oh, oh, no. Nah. Well, I mean... <laughs> Have some hoes, I mean, nigga. Is it, is it really... Have some hoes. Is it really frowned upon to be a drug dealer today? Like, honestly, think about it. Drug dealers never really get. People don't hate the drug dealers. They just hate <laughs> the effect of the drug dealer. Well, Black Donovan, I sell drugs in my community. Exactly. He is a servant of the community. Well, so I'm just saying, like, people don't. Maybe if I go to the Asian neighborhoods, drug. it'll be okay. Oh, you when the last time you met an Asian opioids? I will. I mean, I don't. I don't go in those circles for real, so <laughs> <laughs> they don't even like me when I go into Circle K. So it's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> the Asian stores. I mean, all right in Montgomery, we used to have a lot of those like uh, nail shops and uh, like weave shops that was ran by Asian people. Mm-hmm. Like they was always cool, so I never really had a negative interaction with Asians. But you skipped the question. When the last time oh, okay. you seen an Asian crackhead? I've never seen an Asian exactly. crackhead. But they opioids almost took them out. I don't think they like that was the first opioid crisis. Mm. They had opioid wars. Mm. What are you talking mm. about? This is real. That's what. What do you think <laughs> opioids came from? <laughs> the man, brother. It's Juneteenth, brother. The well, man. the British did. The British did. <sighs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the man, great transition. Yep. I, me, and my woman, we went to go see the Flash. I said, "Hey, oh, baby, three for three. I said, Look "Hey, baby, Friday night, eight thirty. Me, you, and we going to see the Flash." She said, "You know what, me, baby? You and Barry Allen." She said, "You know what, baby? I'm down." I said, "I know. That's why I love." Boy, so we went. Now, hold on, I went, hmm? hold on. I I kind of feel, I feel like I've been kicked to the side, nigga. I've been kicked <laughs> to the curb. I used to be your movie buddy, <laughs> having these soft legs. God damn it, get it again. Soft legs, <laughs> soft legs that flat it. stomach. Do something to it, nigga. <laughs> 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 I got that flat stomach too. That old flat flat. <laughs> what you in there? You rubbing stomachs in the movie? Tap dance on this bitch. <laughs> Nigga, I ran. I was the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you again. Where can I see you? Yeah, I ran. Josephine, I want to see you on Friday. I ran. <laughs> that man said, would you be so kind to accompany me to the movie That's theater? It. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we excited. I said, yeah, baby. I said, you want to go? She said, yeah, I want to go. I said, mm, right. God damn it, let's do it. We going to the motherfucking movies to see the motherfucking Flash. I heard it's yeah. the best superhero movie they ever made. She said, that's who what said heard. that. I said, James Gunn told me that. And Tom Cruise said it too. She said, well, who is them niggas? I said, I don't know, but they sound important. So we went. 
I wasn't feeling too well that day. I had a, kind of a, had a headache. I was just like, ugh, yeah. it's head. But fuck it. We going to see The Flash. Get in there. Sit down. Got comfortable. You know, we in the reclining seats. Chilling, you know. We, we in the yeah. recline all the way back. You feel me? Feet up. Rubbing stomach. Yeah. Now, I can't do that during the movie now because I got to pay attention because <laughs> I've been waiting okay, for this movie. Because everybody has oh, yeah. told me The Flash is the best movie. It's the best movie. Best gotcha. superhero Tom Cruise, movie you'll ever that. see. James Gunn. Uh-huh. <sighs> movie starts up. And next thing I know, I see some babies falling from a goddamn hospital <laughs> house hospital building. That that's where you start. That's where you start. That's where you start. And uh, listen, oh wait, wait, wait! I know I'm gonna let you finish. What about the goofy ass running? The first two seconds of the movie, this nigga's goofy, slinging them arms around like a fucking slinky. Like, bro, what the fuck is this, man? Go ahead. Spoilers ahead, y'all. Spoilers ahead. I I might as well. Y'all don't need to see this. Look. (laughs) Wait, you said that about Little Mermaid. (laughs) Well, my girlfriend had to. My girlfriend had to sense enough to walk out. My black ass, like, hold on. I know know it's getting better. (laughs) I said, yeah, these. I said this CG looks a little wacky, but it's okay. A little. (laughs) This shit worse than Little Mermaid, bro. I said, hey, man, I said, give it a second. I said, this movie. Why is his suit glowing? <laughs> they ain't learned nothing from Green Ladder, nigga. What I, said, give, I said, baby, just give it a second. Just wait. So when the baby started falling, me and her kind of looked at each other like. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same we, way. I was like, nigga, this is wacky. We put a baby in a microwave. And we both kind of just like. Why? We was like, oh, shit. Why would you do that? So. <laughs> Let me just say this. That movie was t- horrible. I know it was horrible because, one, somebody went to sleep. I heard snoring midway through the movie. <laughs> and it was the nigga in the seat next to me. And he was sleeping. Damn, bro. So. I can't say that. A dude went to sleep during John Wick when we went to oh, go see it. Well, That's one of the greatest movies. And I fell asleep during Man of Steel. You work a hard job, though. Yeah. That's your. That's your. That that is your, your excuse. Um, the only things that I liked about this movie was the Batman, which was Batman Affleck, <laughs> being Affleck, Michael Keaton, and surprise, surprise, George Clooney. Pro- shut up! I told you I was spoiling it. They don't need to see this shit. Oh. Clooney <laughs> shows up. Enjoyed that. What else did I enjoy? That's you it. like Supergirl, huh? You ain't like Supergirl? Oh, I mean, yeah, the whole, what, five minutes she was in the Two, movie till yeah, she fucking I mean, died? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean, Zod killed her. <laughs> you mean you mean the VR version of, of, of Zod? That nigga, yeah. you could tell that nigga did not show up to no fucking, he didn't show up on set at all. I don't know what, what this movie, what, I don't know what happened with this movie. I feel like the tone of this movie changes. It does that weird thing like the, uh, the, not James Gunn, but the, the theatrical version of the Justice League where you can clearly tell where Josh Whedon chopped in mm-hmm. and did his version. And you can clearly tell where, uh, what's his name, Snyder. The movie started out wacky. And then it got serious. And then it got very emotional. And then it got wacky. And then it got wackier. 
And then it just got like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all just shoehorning whatever you want to do into this movie. And then at the end, it's just like, so wait, he changed the past and changed his future, but it's in a whole completely different timeline? I I I left that movie more so, confused. I asked my woman, I no, said, it, baby, I said, is it me? Or are you confused too? She said, yeah, I'm confused. I don't know what the hell happened. So, what it is, they, they adapted the story of Flashpoint. Which you I already know Flashpoint, but for the people who don't know, Flashpoint is basically how DC reset their universe so they can sell more comic books. They're using Flashpoint to reset the DC movies so they can do the James Gunn universe of DC movies. It didn't work during The Flash. This movie, I don't think it was terrible, but that's because they use member berries. I would shit on a Marvel movie if they did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I got to shit on this movie for doing what I, I don't like. You 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 can't substitute, oh, I remember that guy mm-hmm. for a bad story or, or, or substitute that nostalgia feeling in place of a good story. And that's what I think The Flash did. It's It has the premise of a great story. Like, Flash is so emotionally distressed that he's trying to get his dad out of prison because he's clinging on to the ideal of having a family. Right. His family is gone. His mom was killed, and somehow it seems like his father killed his mom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I got these superpowers. I can save the world. I can save babies from a burning <laughs> building, but I can't get my dad out of prison. And so what does he do? He runs fast. He runs so fast that he goes into the past. When he when he comes back through past, which they don't even understand. They, yeah, the speed force in this movie terrible because they don't explain how he's able to navigate. How did he know where he was going to end up? How did he go back? How did he go? I mean, whatever. So he goes into the past. He goes all the way into the past where he ends up in front of his house when his mom was alive. I guess when he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. And so his parents is looking at him like, "Hey, man, what'd you do to your hair?" They can't tell that he's older? Oh, I guess not. Anyway, so (laughs) he meets himself in the past where he's not supposed to do because they made fun of Back to the Future. You can't do this, and he does it. And so he takes himself from the past into the... Well, no, I guess he just stays in that universe. Yeah, he's in 2013, so he kind of just hangs out with himself. Yeah, when during the the time frame of uh, Man of Steel movie when Zod came and attacked Earth. But in this universe, Superman was killed. They killed him as a baby. And so when, instead of Superman being sent to Earth, Carl Zorel was sent to Earth, which is Supergirl. And somehow the humans were able to subdue her and lock her up in prison where she couldn't story. see any sunlight. How the fuck did she get subdued? Maybe maybe her plane, her crash plane had a... No, that doesn't make sense either. And she was in like, like, Russia, wasn't she? Yeah, well, this is the thing. The only reason why kryptonite works is because kryptonite is pieces, fragments of Krypton, the planet that blown up. So she would have been sent out before Car- uh, Kal-El was. That means she would have never been you know, sent out before Krypton blew up. So there is no <laughs> kryptonite. How could she be weakened to be locked up into this prison? As James Gunn, he said it was the best. James Gunn didn't have shit to do with he this said movie. this is the best superhero movie ever. They were saying that before James Gunn took the took the reins. Oh my god! I man, the movie was good. The Batman I, to me, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but that was because I'm a DC diehard. Mm. I, I like these characters, but was it a structurally sound movie? Fuck no. Mm. That's the only reason why I don't like it. Well, that and the CG was just 
Come CG on, was horrible. Y'all got plenty. Y'all got plenty money, bro. Yeah, the you, money. You could tell. You could tell DC wasted money on this movie, and they put too much in it that they didn't want to just take a loss on it. So they had to just try to see. look at the commercials. What are the commercials at? There is no marketing for this movie. This trailers, the trailers told the whole. If you watch the trailers, the trailers told the whole movie. But there's no marketing. You don't see no. Burger King tie-ins and no nothing. They ain't got no confidence with this movie, especially with Ezra doing the shit that he was doing. Well, I think people wanted to back away because Ezra Miller is a nasty little boy. And you got that. Okay. So I, I just, I'm like, let me ask you this: Did you like this version of Ezra Miller's Flash compared to how he was in the Justice League? I still movie? don't like his version of Flash. Yeah. He was a little bit more flushed out. Like he, he, the autism shit that he was doing in the beginning just died. Like after he met himself mm-hmm. from the past, yeah. and I was like, okay, so we just gonna character correct like this? All right. I mean, you got to if you're doing time travel. I just didn't. I'm sick of that. Yeah, the multiverse. I'm, and I'm the sick of the multiverse mm-hmm. and time travel. This shit is it's it's such a crutch. I said that when we came out of uh, the the Avengers movie, I was like, "Well, this is just their excuse to just pluck any character from the past and put them back into the future." It's like none of the consequences have weight now. Mm. Whatever. Mm. Mm. Like if somebody dies, they can just go in the past and get a previous version. Hey, here he is again. Yeah, but I feel like the difference between that and this was at least we had like a bunch of movies to build up to like that movie. Like we, had- I think they did a good job explaining what Flash motivation was. It just the story was bad. Like Flash was trying to save his dad. That was his only motivation. And when he went, when he ran so fast that he discovered the Speed Force, he was like, "Oh, I can go back in time and change the world." And so he went back to the present future and talked to, to but- Batman. It was like, "Hey, Batman, but- do you think this is a good idea?" Yeah, he was like, "Save my mom too." He wanted to save his mom too. What he should have did was just ran back in time and just stayed. Why come back? I have no idea. What? That would have been a better. Anyway, I, don't, I have no. I, all I know is this: <clears throat> that movie was confusing, and Warner Brothers has way too much money to be showing fucking CG like that. Like, come on, guys! Like, get get your shit together. Please, because that, yeah, that shit that, was that was just embarrassing. It wasn't even it wasn't even that was PS2 graphics. I didn't see PS2 look games look better than that. That's just yeah. bad. It, and then, I watched it on bootleg, so it looked man, right. thankful, bro. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I said, man, I kind of want my money. I didn't pay money for it, but yeah. I can see where the movie could have been good. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. There's stuff there that I was like, oh, like it could have been like actually pretty good. But I don't know if it was more of like Ezra Miller's character. I don't know if nah. it was the story just really, really but I don't know what it was. But you you want to know what what this is this is my last thing I'm gonna say about it. So the director made his version of the movie. Of course, this is the problem with all DC shit is the studio gets in there and starts changing stuff, right? So originally, originally the movie was a four-hour-long movie. The director made a four-hour-long movie. Who's going to sit through four hours and watch this bullshit? So they were testing it through the uh, test screening up to the point where they released it, right? During the test screening, people were like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's a great movie. 
But somehow they started going back into it and muckety-mucked and changed it again. And they chopped it down. Now, some leaked alternate screens and uh, scenes that have been cut from this movie are now on YouTube. They got stuff with Superman making a cameo. They got a different ending. They got a you know a different post credit scene. So it's it's a completely different movie. But you can you can understand that if you take a four hour long product, chop it down to two hours, you're gonna have a disjointed movie, and that's what we got again. So I'm guessing this is the way they're gonna go. It's like hey, release the uh, I don't forgot the director's name, but release his version, his cut of the version, because they're asking for an air cut of Suicide Squad. And now they want a full version of the Flash. The shit was just shit. Stop making it. Mm. Stop doing these. So but. I guess James Gunn is going to change everything. I guess this is kind of one of them things, too. Like, I don't have any hope. At all? I don't have any hope for none of it. No. Blue Beetle looks good. I will say that. Yeah, and Blue they Beetle say that that's the, start, that's the start of the James Gunn universe. But I didn't like The Last Guardians. Guardians 3. Mm. So hopefully I mean, it was all right. But... Hopefully, it wasn't amazing, and that's what I was hoping Guardians was going to be amazing. Um, I'm going to have to stop coming in with, with high expectations, too. Because like, I usually lower them, but I was like, damn, so many people Everybody are hyped this shit. Yeah. yeah, I fell for it. I <laughs> fell for it this time. I was like, shit, I said, I know this shit good. They already didn't show, <laughs> and I'm thinking they'll have more cameos outside of, like, Michael Keaton. What well, they did? Back. Man, get the fuck out of here with that CGI. They did. Gal Gadot's in it. <laughs> she was on the bridge. Oh, wow. I was like, what? Well, hallelujah. <laughs> she was also in Fast 10, too. Who gives a fuck? Isn't that some bullshit? <laughs> oh, you just spoiling it all today, I, boy. Fuck, I was man. like, this bitch died. If I paid my on the money world's for this, longest. <laughs> I paid my money, too. Oh, I'm about to spoil everything. But I mean, the people who listening ain't seen ah, it. Who gives a fuck? Save on your the money. world's longest. Gal Gadot was on the world's longest runway, and she fell off a motorcycle, and she died. Somehow, she came Alive. back in a submarine. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Can't make this See, shit. Well, did, did you like Fast 10? No. Why? Because it's dumb. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. None of it made sense. I told you. I said that movie's ridiculous. It's not <laughs> Ludacris, you better than this too, brother. <laughs> Ludacris? Now, Ludacris getting now I want you to get your money, <laughs> brother, but you better than that. You better than that shit. Did you cheer a little at the end? No. I did. I was like, yes. Ludacris better than that, man. Tyrese, this not the, so much. This, Ludacris, you better than this, that. This is the thing I don't like about it. The whole ninth movie was saying, we're impervious. We can't die. We can't do anything. <laughs> and then the next movie, boom. It's like, man, we heard, we heard what the internet was talking about. Let's give them what they want. They trying to cut that, that budget down. That's all. <laughs> Get rid of niggas. That way. And why bring the rock two people. I thought y'all was beefing. <laughs> because of Black Adam crashed and bombed. <laughs> it destroyed the DC universe. That nigga was like, I yeah. need a chick bad. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> Vin Diesel. They upset. said, has The Rock hit rock bottom? Because his last couple movies been bombing. Uh, probably. Nah, I ain't going to say that. Because he was, at one point in time, the highest paid actor in Hollywood. The Rock was? Yeah. I think it was <laughs> like two years ago. Making? 
all them Kevin Hart movies? I don't know what all it was, but he was nah, one of the, he was one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. I'm telling you. The last couple movies I've seen The Rocky, and he was with a monkey and uh and freaking earthquakes. People were going to and see no, the they Rock, wasn't Kevin man. Hart movies. People was going to see the movies, man. Yeah, but he started making the same movie like that jungle. What's that Jumanji? Jungle thing? Yeah, Jumanji, and yeah. then he had one where he was on a train in the jungle. Yeah. People used to go. People, was like, people would go see The Rock. Yeah. Uh, the Hobbs, the what's the name of Hobbs movie? Yeah, oh, that that shit. Was, yeah, yeah. People was fucking with The Rock, but you know that Black Adam shit. He should have kept that shit to himself. That wasn't his fault. That Black Adam movie. Oh, uh, a lot of people saying that it is because he made a lot of big. Oh, decisions. he was a producer. Yeah, in there, he made a lot of the big decisions oh. on that. Instead of nigga fighting Shazam, he's like, I want to fight Superman. This is like, here you go. I remember when it when it when it started. I was like, damn, they explaining a lot in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Get to the movie, but I guess this is the but, movie. But you know, The Rock worked on that movie for like seven years. He been trying to get that shit made for like seven he years. He seven more. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he played himself, man. Stop playing yourself, Rock. Damn. But don't go well, see The Flash. Any- I'm just tell people now. Don't go see that shit. <laughs> don't go see that shit. That shit was terrible. Wait. I did like the Batmans. The Batmans yeah. was killing it. Like Michael Keaton Batman, who was kind of weird. And eccentric. Be- he said Gotham is peaceful now. That ben Affleck, well, that's another thing I can actually give that movie uh, some credit on. The action scenes were really good. Yeah. They had good action. Ben Affleck did his thing. Yeah. So it had good action, but. Do you, <clears throat> do you feel like that was a better version of Batman from Ben Affleck? I've liked every time he's, he wasn't even in the movie that much. Well, no, me too. I did too. But I'm just saying, they said that this was supposed to show the best representation of Batman through Ben Affleck. He was in that for like, like two this minutes. Is his... Right. But I guess they showed his de- detective side of Batman. Then they showed him the superhero side and then like the attitude side as Bruce Wayne. Like, I think they did try to like give him a send off, but it wasn't enough. Like, I feel like he should have at least been in a final battle. Or I, I feel like he deserved his own movie when that got fucked up. Yeah. I wanted yep. to see uh, Ben Affleck is like have his own solo movie. That guy especially with up. Dead Dead Shot, Dead Stroke, whatever Death his name stroke, is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, I just yeah. I want my money back now. No, I, I feel never, you. I should never talk to you about it. I want my money back. <laughs> I feel I feel slighted because <laughs> some <laughs> son of a bitches took my money. And <laughs> some bitch got me. It got me, man. Oh man, I left that. We didn't even stay for the post credit scene. I said, let's get the fuck out. of <laughs> You here. ain't miss nothing. Wait, it was just George Clooney, wasn't it? No, apparently him and Aquaman got drunk together or some shit. Oh, yeah, the Aquaman in the other universe. That's what I said. That's what let's go. He passed out in a puddle, and it was just like, what? Let's go. Let's anyway. go. We ain't staying for this what? shit. What? We left. Da, 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 da. Hey, man. I'm going to stop falling for this I- bullshit. Money days. Nah, come on, bro. You just need a little. You just need a little joy in your life. No, nah, man. I was. That was the problem. My expectations was like. I said. I know this shit is good. They. My expectation was. I was like. There. I know they're doing a multiversal time travel movie. I said. If they got. If they got Michael Keaton in as Batman, I'm waiting to see some uh-huh. other cameos, some cool cameos. Shit. Yeah, Ezra Miller was twitching in that motherfucker, goddamn. Touching on kids. <laughs> oh, R. Kelly. Bro, you sound a little down, dog. You you just a little sad, man. You need some black boy joy. Have you seen this? Oh my god! I'm so 
frolicking. Why y'all ain't tell me we was frolicking? Frolicking. I'm still frolicking. Oh, we frolicking? That's what we doing? We frolicking? Let me get my frolic on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I seen the video. I had a frolic in the field with the motherfucking ABCs. <laughs> Life is so good. I got frolic. Yeah, I just got up, man. But ain't nobody tell me we was. He was like, we frolicking, we frolicking, bro. We frolicking, shit. Meeting is in session. Thank you all for joining the TAABF. And we about to get in on this frolicking. Black boy joy is back. Black man frolicking. Come on, man. We need a little black boy joy, bro. Black man frolicking, frolic. Yeah, man. That is such a it? regular show <laughs> skit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would that, be something on a regular call, show, man. man. I've seen that before. Mordecai, Rigby. I, I, hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. I just I want to frolic. I just ain't found no field. But actually, yeah, I'm I found some of fields, fields, but I ain't trying to. I'm I'm not trying to run through these fields. Yeah. <laughs> Them niggas gonna expect me to pick some cotton. Yeah. Or, or or you could just die. Oh, man, you know. You know. Well, that boy just running through my fields. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can't do that. You do something to me. I, mean, I like the phrase "Black Boy Joy," though. I That's kind of cool. We, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we need to be happy about something. Unlike John Morant, right. who got twenty-five games for having a gun. Damn, I'm good. I'm good at this shit. Yeah. So somebody who's not frolicking right now, John Morant. <laughs> John Morant got twenty. He suspended twenty-five games of the season for having a gun, which he then later on posted that he had. <laughs> That he had a, a fake gun. He was, it was a lighter, which he should have got more uh, games because of the fake ass gun. Right. Shogun, what's up, man? Your boy got 25, bro. Was it enough? I guess. Was it enough? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about John Morant, man. What else can we say? Uh, Simba rap tool. I don't know if you saw that. I put it on my story. Yeah, that uh, that rap that rap was like a month old. He had been did that in the studio. I guess he just said, "Well, yeah. let me just sit in front of a a camera." And yeah, I was like, it, it's more prevalent today. Because <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? But uh, man, he fucking up the bag. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, like, I, I think that's what that's what everybody's complaining about. It's like, bro, you got a great opportunity, and you gonna do this dumb shit. You like. Anybody can do some hood shit, but you are the only one out in the NBA. So be great. Uh, Leroy, do you feel like it's enough? Leroy hit me up and was like, 25 games should have been more. He's the face of the league. And I was just like, nah. Yep. I said all the ESPN analysts were saying he was going to get around 25 to 30 games. So it seems about right. And he was just like, um, what did Leroy say? He was just like, man, he was like, how is it that John only gets 25 games, the league must be desperate. I thought he was, it was going to be at least half a season. It should have been. I was like, well, do you feel like the league is desperate? No. Nah. No, nah, I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. I don't think so. I think this was about right. Everybody, everybody who was in, I'm not an ESPN NBA analyst, but the NBA analysts all were consistent in saying 25 to 30 games should be what he gets. Mm. And I'm like, I yeah, you. I mean, 25, 30 games, 25 games, yeah. 
But what people don't know is, and I think this is what get caught up in the mix, and is what I learned. He has right. a, a bunch of different things he has to do. Like he has to go to like rehabs. He has to go to, I think, some sensitivity trainings. Like he's got to go through these trainings throughout these twenty five games. Which if he don't meet the criteria, he can get suspended for longer. He can stay suspended for longer than that. What kind of rehab would he go to? Well, he said, so it came out that in the meeting with him and Adam Silver, he said he had a problem with alcohol. He was like, the first time he got caught, he had a, he's got an alcohol problem. That, <laughs> that nigga was not drunk, man. <laughs> got a, I'm trying to be serious, man. Stop laughing and lying. John Morant is a terrible liar. He said, <laughs> I was drunk. Nigga, no, you wasn't. Exactly. He, he said he had a Dumbass. he had an alcohol problem, and you know he gotta he gotta handle all that stuff. So you know. Oh my god. Um. Look, man. I'm gonna just say this. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. He got the right amount of games. Hopefully, he's learned his lesson. I, I sound <laughs> I sound like somebody I know. Hopefully, he's learned his lesson. He won't go down this road no more. What do you think he do after this? What's his next calamity? Nothing. That nigga gonna sit. He gonna straighten up and fly right. He, I don't think, cause he potentially is going to get all his faith. I love it. Well, but he's gonna potentially lose like sixty mil off of his yeah. suspension. Yeah. So if I'm losing sixty million dollars, brother, I ain't. Oh, he don't care about that. I'm gonna sit my black ass down. He he don't care about that. That nigga care about clout. Twenty five. Sixty million dollars and miss twenty five. Hell no, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Oh shit! You think that's an option in my world? <laughs> no, I'm like Jordan, nigga. I go to work even with the flu. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you work for American Thieves and Thugs? Yeah. Do you feel like if they put a moral clause in your agreement that says, "Yo, Shogun, this gun situation," yeah, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, that's fine. They can have a moral cause. That's that's cool. That's perfectly understandable. They will never see me with a gun. <laughs> when the last time I went live? Mm. <laughs> when the last time I went live with a gun, period. So what like, if I was like, we was hanging out and I went live and you had your, <laughs> you loading your pistol. I was like, oh shit. Well, they don't know what we doing. <laughs> I could be going to the shooting range. Are we in the car or are we in the house? We in the car. Right. Oh, and then why you why you filming, nigga? <laughs> you the ops now. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Put that shit down. We finna do some dirt. <laughs> do you do you feel like they have every right to 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 suspend you if that situation yes. went down? Yes. There's a if it's a moral cause for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you you are representing something bigger than yourself and you gotta take every action upon yourself and, and realize that these actions have real world consequences. Yeah. One Riding around in a car with your homeboy, that is, that's applaud. I want you to do that. Go live life. Go have fun. Spending money in a strip club, that's applaud. Go do that. Have fun. You've earned it. Relax and enjoy yourself. Pulling a gun out in the strip club. What are you doing, my nigga? You looking kind of you, you strange right now. You scared. You literally scared the hoes. Pulling a gun out with your homeboy while y'all listen to music just so he can flash it on the camera. That's some weirdo shit. Like, we don't care that you got a gun, bro. Everybody got guns. Like, well, nigga, that ain't that ain't shit new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you doing it on camera for what reason? So people be like, oh, shit, look at Ja. He looking hard in this car. Like, nah, nigga, you on the... 
You in the passenger side of your best friend ride. That nigga look gangster. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you gangsta, don't. You an NBA man. player. I fuck with that. The only gangster out there was fucking AI and uh, what's the dude? Uh, dang. Oh, man, the guy who brought the gun to the. Wack 100. Nah, not <laughs> Wack. I was like, what the hell? Dang, the dude who brought the gun to oh, work. Oh, Gilbert Arenas. He ain't gangster. Yeah, he Gilbert Arenas. He wasn't gangster with that. That was just some dumb He shit. wasn't gangster either. He was a John Morant. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? All these fake-ass fools. <laughs> I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like well, it. Well, I feel a lot of people feel like he didn't get enough time. I feel like it's enough for what he did. Yeah. I just think it's that 60 million part that give me every time. I'm like, Fuck, 60 <laughs> mil, nigga, fuck. Shit, it'd be $65 that'd get me every yeah, time, yeah. nigga. What? <laughs> I would got my ass it'd be, it'd be $6.50 that we get my Man, I think about the $6. I, I might be able to make mm-hmm. it for $65. Shit, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, that's, that's like four ramens for me. <laughs> I would have, right? <laughs> I would have slapped that nigga hand so fast. Put that phone down, nigga. What the fuck? So, I Dang. I don't know, man. A lot of people feel like it's, it's uh, not enough. I feel like it is. I don't think. Yeah. I don't I don't really think that like I I kind of see where Adam Silver is coming from too. More time on his hands but, gives him what they say, idle hands is the devil's play thing. Yeah, but this that's not their responsibility. Like, do he I don't know if he understands that every year when kids graduate from college that's another opportunity for the next face of the NBA to come in. Mm. Your one shot is your shot. That doesn't mean you're going to have this spot guaranteed every time you come back around. Right. So you really need to take this and run with it. Mm. And you're doing shit that's fucking up the bag for everybody. Think about all the people who he could help and provide for. Why would you jeopardize that? Right. And that's why the, the onus is on his friends. It's like, yo, bro, you his homeboy. Stop doing this shit. But if his homeboys ain't ain't rationalizing this, then they going to keep doing whatever. Right. Because it, it kind of looked like they getting clout from just being around him. Like, oh, I'm hanging out with my homeboy, John Morant. I don't know the history. <laughs> they Hopefully they're not new like to this. The, yeah, that's what they do. Well, they shaking it, but you can't really tell because they holding that phone mm-hmm. up. But. Are they new to the camp? Are they new to the situation? Probably not. And so that's why they feel trusted around that dude. Mm-hmm. But like you said before, when the homeboy saw the gun, he turned that phone yeah, real quick. He 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 put it down. Like he was trying to look out, bro. He wasn't. Just stop going live. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. What, you going to get a whole bunch of likes and people in the comment section? Oh, shit, where y'all at? Yeah, they give me, you don't need to know where I'm at. Yeah. Especially if I'm getting money like that. I got bread right. like that. Nah. Right. Uh, shit. My shit on airplane mode. What the fuck? Y'all don't need to know what I'm doing. At all. But Just see me when I get on the court. <laughs> well, speaking of not getting on, this is the first time in history where hip hop has not had a number one spot on the sales chart. You talked about this yet? Um, I actually brought it up on Thursday Night Lights every Thursday on BYKRadio.net live from uh-huh. 7 to 9. That's my uh-huh. radio show. Um, yeah. I did talk about that. And I think that the instant fame thing is what's ruining the music. The instant fame. So a lot okay. of artists now get, they hit, they, once you hit TikTok, bro, the the brand deals, they come out of 
everywhere. If your shit is popular enough, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of these companies are jumping on and giving you brand deals without you even being a proven artist. Uh, right. I I went straight to Ice Spice. <laughs> I like. I was thinking of that lady who made Pound Town because that song is terrible. Oh, uh, but sexy people red. love it. Yeah. I'm out of town, thugging um, with my rounds. People, anytime something is instant, people are gonna try to copy, paste, and repeat. So I feel like since, ever since there's a, a ton of people who got on since TikTok has has been the proven method to be able to get a brand deal or just being able to get on, that has been the reason why the music ain't ain't musicking. This is a terrible right. year for rap. Horrible year. <laughs> uh, I've said that yeah. on Twitter. Somebody laughed at me. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you what I know. These, I, I say it every week. I said, these R&B niggas is on y'all ass. I'm into yeah. UK rap now. I listen to a ton of UK rap artists. Uh, I fuck with well, that Rory shit. Rory Maul said the same thing. Yeah, you. Oh, no, not, not Rory Maul, but uh, fucking Andrew Schultz. He was saying yeah, the same thing. I'm on UK. UK, UK. The UK rap scene is growing, and it's actually pretty good. They're making really good shit. These niggas over here, I don't know what they're doing. I think it's the relatability. Like, a lot of people, they rapping about shit that I'll never do and never live through. So, people don't have a relatability with these songs. Hmm. So, I think that's the main thing. That's the main issue that I see. It's a huge disconnect. Yeah. You're rapping about being the hardest nigga in the hood. Well, that ain't me. Mm -hmm. Or you rapping about stealing somebody's boyfriend. That ain't me. You got to have some songs that people can bop to and relate to and be like yeah i feel these lyrics yeah i don't i think it's a, a it's a it's a it's a lot of every all of that put together i i really do personally i just think people want to get that 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 tiktok loop and they want to motherfucking ride that fucking wave until you know they get the branding deals and do it and then yeah. a lot of labels are trying to push a lot of these artists into the tiktok shit then that's not what their lane is either like a lot of artists are forced um, to to try to put together some stuff for TikTok, and it's just like that ain't my lane, bro. Like I don't do that, and it's just like, well, right. that's what that's what's happening right now. Like it's a lot of it's just in the industry is like trying to conform to what is popular and what's going to get instant instant followings and instant clicks and instant likes, and that's not mm. how the shit works for every artist. There's some artists that can do that, but not every artist can do that shit. So right, right, and it's like. Like you have to it, now, it's getting to the point where it's just like there's not a lot of artists <laughs> that can that put out good bodies of work anymore either. We've gotten to the point now where it's just like people make shit for playlists all the time, and that kind of sucks <laughs> right. too. It's just like nobody makes bodies of work unless you're Killer Mike. Let me tell y'all right now, if y'all ain't listening to that Killer Mike album, please, please go listen to some real fucking hip hop. That shit is fire. That nigga yep. Killer Mike has shown and proved yet again that he is one of the best fucking Southern rappers in the fucking world. That nigga killed that album. I don't. There was never a doubt. It's Killer Mike. That's what he do. Everything um, worked. Everything worked. And yes. for I had this story um, two weeks ago. You know, Killer Mike put up five hundred thousand dollars to make this album of his own money. I didn't know that, but why? Why did he have to? Uh, he's independent. Well, I know that, but okay. I, I guess you're saying that to make to put this album out, he had to spend a lot of money. He spent five hundred thousand dollars out of out of pocket 
to make this album. Okay. He's not I on. I feel like that's he's not on a label. That's to be expected. Half a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, not. I, I figured out. I figured everybody for, between all those producers and rappers and features. Yeah, he had no. Like people don't just get on your album for free. Yeah. You got paid for those features. Yeah, but a lot of time the label pays for that stuff unless you're independent and. He but had, you got to recoup. He um no idea actually uh, executive produced this album also, which I think is completely yeah. fire as hell. It was originally supposed to be a, a him and Cuz Lightyear. That was it was supposed to be a joint album with oh. them. And Cuz Lightyear actually got a uh, he got a deal with he got an executive deal uh, through Empire. So Cuz Lightyear yeah. actually A and R the project too. It's a dope ass Ooh. story, bro. Like and mama, he mama, told dude. Mike he was like, hey. It's time, bro. You need to show these niggas who you are. And shit. <laughs> Did yeah, my homeboy called me at work the other day. He was like, hey, man, you listen to this Killer Mike yet? I said, man, I've been listening to these. Like, He got a whole bunch of EPs, or maybe the album has been developing over the weeks. But he would release a song, then add another song to it, then another song would come out. He was like, nah, did you listen to that one with 3,000? I was like, yeah, I heard it. And... I like 3000's lyrics. I didn't really sit down and break it down like I wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. It's, it's it's great, but it's Killer Mike. He been rapping top tier material to me mm-hmm. his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. He had a um, since the outcast. He had an interview recently where he he kind of was like, "Yo, I, I feel like niggas need to be putting me in the southern in the south top 5 cuz they ain't speaking my name enough." He was like, "I I really And he says that on the album too. He, he talks about how niggas ain't respecting him. He said, y'all, y'all don't respect me. But he said, it ain't never been a feature I'd have been on where I ain't, <laughs> I ain't killed it. Or I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't outdid the nigga. Some niggas is scared to put me on there. So I was like, he got a point. So I yeah. just. I think what. Oh, go ahead. I think what it is when he started rapping with LP, that made him more of a commercial success. Mm-hmm. And people outside of the core culture of hip hop mm-hmm. started embracing him. And I think. I feel like the the real hardcore rappers are like, ah, oh, he kind of deluded now, but he's not. He's always kept that level of consistency throughout his every every time I've ever listened to him. Mm-hmm. If if it was the mixtape, the grind time stuff, or if it was rap music, like he's always been Killer Mike. I said he's the the Southern Ice Cube mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like he's political, he's he's forceful, and he's raw and uncut. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yeah, but. And this know. is the first of a trilogy. He said he's putting out a trilogy. Ooh. And so, he better recoup that so money. So I need, I need half a million dollars. I need Crit to step up to the to the front of the class and get on one of these albums. I need some good. I think crit. it's I need some good Crit. Crit. Man. I think Crit did his job. I think it's okay. We can move on. Like Crit came. Crit was here, and Crit has he set the, he set the bar. But it's okay. He, he, I would put him in the in the class of three thousand. Like he did what he needed to do for hip hop. He rejuvenated it, kept the southern rap moniker alive, kept lyricism alive. He made great music, mm-hmm. and he moved on. I'm okay if Crit never makes another album. No, I'm, no. I, I think we we cross the signals. I, I want him. To no, be no, a, no. I know what you're saying. You want to hear Crit and yeah, yeah. You want to hear Crit and Killer Mike, yeah. but me. Instead of getting my feelings and my expectations hurt, I would let him retire before coming back again Flash. and give me another digital rose don't die. 
I talked to that. I talked to my girl about that shit, and she was just like, "What the fuck was he doing?" I said, "Yeah, what the fuck was he?" See doing? what I mean? <laughs> See what I mean? But we, the only reason why we had that conversation is because that nigga came off of doing a double disc album, and it was the best thing in the world. And then this nigga come out with two albums back to back that just was like mid as fuck. Like, come on, Chris. Ooh, wait, 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 mid too. Wait, wait, what you talking about? The other one? Crip was King. Remember Crip the time? Crit with Mississippi on there. Crit, Crit, he is here. Came after that double album, bro. I listen to Mississippi all the time. Maybe I'm so southern. I scary, scary. Oh, uh, I forgot the, the theme. Maybe I'm so southern that I sometimes it was forever is a mighty long southern, time. Ignorant people. That was a double perspective. Dish. Then Crit is um, here. Came after that, which was not the best because he didn't produce it. He, he had a bunch of other producers, and then he did Digital Roses. I don't know, bro. I still I fuck with critics here. You you I I, I remember us talking about it. Addiction, dog. You don't remember that song? I remember it. Listen to it again. Uh, okay. <laughs> and Mississippi, I listen to that. Energy. I just man, I lo- I like that album. It grew on me. I feel. Yeah. But anyway, the production didn't match his his lyrics and what he was talking about, bro. Like that, crit. That was the that was supposed to be his mainstream album. That was supposed to be the album that says, yo, I'm just as good as like my other niggas that I came out with, um, you know, like Wiz and all these niggas. And I'm like, you know, I remember him sitting down on at the Breakfast Club saying, yeah, this is the first time and I had other niggas do the production for me and I can just yeah. uh, I can just focus on the lyrics. But the production just didn't match what he was saying. Like, I feel you on that. Okay. I, I, I can agree with yeah, you. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm saying. And then Digital Roses, I haven't went back to that at all. It's a good summertime album to think about that. Justin Scott great gave me a great album. But if you're looking for Big Crit, you're not going to find him on that album. Well, he, he he make a guest appearance. Y'all want some good Crit that's here recently? Go listen to Full Court Players with like him, Wiz, and Girl Talk. That album, nobody talked about it. And I listened to it. I got it the day it came out. It came out last year. That album is yeah. very good. Um, he, oh, Smoke Diz is on there also. Full court press is really good, man. Everything matches. Um, every, all of all of the MCs on there fucking do the fucking job. It's great. So, yeah. y'all want some good crit rhymes and some beats that go with it? Go listen to Full Court Press. It's pretty good. Came out last year. Nobody talked about it. Just like that Denzel Curry album that came out last year, and nobody talked about it. That shit was fire. Kept telling niggas that shit's fire. Bro, I didn't even listen to that shit. It, it came and went. That shit was. Fire. Yeah, Denzel Curry had a great album. He's supposed to be dropping something this year. I can't wait. Um, wow. Too bad. So, what you think is the issue with with hip hop? Why is it not in? Well, you said it was, nobody's coming I, out I, with I good think, music. I think but. people want to get the TikTok fucking recognition, and a lot of labels mm-hmm. are pushing people towards that when that's not their craft. I guess it's just you. not so what it's they about, do. Now, Nicki, it's about how they releasing the music. Nicki Minaj is supposed to drop an album this year. Um, Doja Cat. She's supposed to be dropping an album that's supposed to be straight rap. I, I honestly, <laughs> honestly, man, I've been heavy on R and B. I've been heavy in fucking uh, UK rap scene. I, it, the shit that I did like is that came and went. Like, uh, yeah, Sauce Walker's album was really good. Nobody talked about right. Sauce Walker album. That shit was good as fuck. 
the Killer Mike album that came out. Great, great album. What else that was hip hop that came out that I fuck that I was fucking with? Well, look Larry at June. Hmm. All the Larry June stuff. Yeah, the Larry June album was dope as hell. Uh, Ransom dropped the album that was like straight up hip hop shit. But like Ransom was good. Um, I'm going through my shit. Lloyd Banks. I'm not a fan, bro. He just I know. He ain't I for know. Me. I know. I just I threw it out. It just be funny. <laughs> Belly, I, I like Belly that. dropped the Mumble Rap Two album not too long a few weeks ago. Nobody's talking about yeah. that. It's some good yeah. shit out here, bro. It's just. Hmm. What do you think they listening to instead of hip hop? I think it's just. I I just really feel like we're kind of <laughs> losing the art of making albums and trying to make shit that works everybody again and i'm not blaming tiktok because i get what tiktok does for artists we've seen what it's done for artists my thing is it's like not every artist is built to make those types of songs like there are artists that actually need to make bodies of work that make sense and um it ain't happening right now and it's not really all the way on the artist and a lot of people really think because it's again there's a lot of fucking labels that push a lot of bullshit on artists that ain't that they're like I don't do that. But if I want to get yeah. a check or I want to get paid or want my advance, I have to try to do that, and it just don't work. Yeah, that's my take, and I'm not saying I'm professionally known, you know, know this shit. But, nah, but you the you the music but, man. I, I listen to your music takes because I I respect them, and I think you know a little bit more about this stuff, a lot of more. A lot a bit more about this than I do. Yeah, and this is just so for me reading shit. I mean, but it's a lot of other yeah. shit that's going on, tech wise, as far as like okay, streaming yeah, yeah, and all, all that other crap. Shit. So yeah, well, I think the one of the main things is you got to have good music, and with good music, you got to have something that's relatable. Check this out. I feel like this is a song that's very relatable, <laughs> and I think people should. Hey, if hip hop ain't gonna take the crown, we might have to vacate it to something new. This is what I've been listening to. If he looks like he's bad news, six foot five with a couple tattoos, a smoking habit and a drinking problem. Sounds like he's my Prince Charming. Blames his shit on his checkered past, like his DUI from his last relapse. If he spent a couple nights in county jail, somebody get me a wedding veil. I can't change them, can't fix them. But damn, I sure can pick them. Pick up the tab when they ain't got a dime. Picking up problems that ain't even mine. Picking them up even though I know better. I'm just picking up trash and calling it treasure. I'm picking up trash and calling it treasure. Come on with it. Picking hey. up trash and calling it treasure. Hey. Who can't relate to that? It's real. They got nothing to go. Hey. That's what the, hey, I can't wait for the remix of that shit. Yeah, let's, I, let's go with I it. I know that shit gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I seen that earlier today reposted and people was like, yo, bro, that shit is actually a pretty, a hit. pretty good song. A hit on it's hand. relatable. It's relatable. That's what it is. It's like, bro, you picking the wrong the wrong type of dudes. And she's like, yeah, that's my Prince Charming. <laughs> Damn. Picking up C- trash and coming from, coming claiming from his treasure. A country music white woman. That's something else. Hey, hey! Did you have you seen that really thick country music white woman? Yes, I've seen her. There's some I don't know her name, but see, this is how it goes. She's got a big booty, and so everybody's like, "Yo, you got to listen to her." Yeah, (laughs) she's capitalizing off that shit too. 
Yeah, apparently. Yeah. She out there on spandex and like tights. Hey. I ain't mad at her. Whatever. Get your money. Whatever's going to work. Lizzo mad. That's all. Last thing before we get into the rundown how about right. getting money. Jordan sold his team for $3 billion. Yeah, that red eye nigga finna fuck up everything. With <laughs> <laughs> his cat eyes. I mean, he's done. Like, what else he gonna do? No, I'm saying, like, he was a majority owner. Now he's he's a minority owner, but he sold his stake in the team for three billion dollars. Do you know how many wide yes. leg pants the niggas gonna be buying out here in these streets? All white of girls. Them. He probably bought a factory. <laughs> he well, don't he have the Jordan factory anyway? Uh, yeah, big moves. Congratulations to Jordan. I'm happy for it. Hey man, you're supposed to do that. Three billion. Scotty Pippen over there swinging it and punching the air. And why is Scotty Pippen hating on this man so hard, too? Because he over there not being a billionaire and Jordan is being a billionaire. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is insane. So if you get a billionaire. First of all, no, wait, hold on, hold on. And his son is piping down his ex wife. Hey, she chose. She chose up. She did, you. She chose. So, it, so if she you get a billion dollars, is it okay for me to hate on you then? I'm be like that nigga terrible. He was horrible podcaster. I don't think it's okay, but I I think you will feel some type of way, and the hate will come. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a billion dollars. <laughs> you know he really wasn't that good. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See, he just come out like that. That's it. <laughs> a billion dollars. You don't think that'll make one nigga hate? I'm talking about me. We the podcaster forever, bro. It's me. I know. I if if, if I had a billion dollars and you ain't had shit, you ain't going to hate. I got a little something. Now, hold on, bro. Don't paint it like that. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple thousand I, in the I'm, bank. I'm a billionaire, bitch. What you got? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> you going to hate a little I bit. I ain't going to hate on you. I would. <laughs> you, you I made the whole show. I came up with the name, logos, and the sound card. You weren't yeah, that good. I'm eight. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that good, see? He wasn't, he wasn't that good. <laughs> I made you, nigga. Yeah, no, nah, I, I ain't gonna say all that, but I would hate. That's terrible. Scotty Pippen, it, don't hate on me, man. Sc- Bro, Scotty just need a hug. Your ex-wife is getting piped down by your homeboy, your ex-teammate. I, I think it's the other thing. <laughs> I think it's because Michael Jordan Rich, and he's just like, man, I'm over here mad. Yeah, I heard that uh, when he was no longer playing basketball for the Bulls, that he was hired by the Bulls <laughs> as a team member. But I don't know what he did for the Bulls. He did shit. So what I'm saying, like, maybe his money ain't all the way there. Like, there is something else going on, so <laughs> it ain't looking too good. For- this bitch is not all that. <laughs> and I'm mad. This bitch is regular. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what no nigga say. This bitch regular, the best man. The part about Scottie Pippen is the revisionist history. <laughs> when he, he comes said he through talking about nothing without me. <laughs> like, but Jordan fuck? says that he, if you watch the last day of Jordan, like, man, without Scottie, man, we couldn't we have made it. But he's like, he couldn't have did it. He wasn't winning before I got there. See, see, he had the, the Snyder cut of the, <laughs> the last dance. The, the beginning scene was, without Scottie Pippen, this would have never happened. And he was like, hell yeah, I need some of that money then. But he told Scotty Pippen not to do the deal. He said, Scotty, that ain't that a don't good mean deal. I'm not going to hate. Niggas hate after they fuck up all the time. Look at Gunner. Hey. 
See? See what I'm saying? I don't know what you heard, but that album good, bro. <laughs> I know people good. say, hey, hey, he got good product, but the streets ain't got his bad shit. Fuck that. That nigga, that shit is good. That album good. Uh, who was that he was seen with? Was that uh not dirt? Uh anyway, it don't matter. I'm old. That shit, that album is good. Uh I said, whoa. I was like, you know me, I was just like, I was hating ass niggas. I said, right, let me press play on this old shitty ass gun. I said, oh. <laughs> I said, okay, Gunner. You got, got some slaps on here. I was never a Gunner fan from the beginning, so I ain't switch up. Mm. Yeah. I, I was listening to Gunner when he was just, um, I found Drip Season 3, 2018 Drip Season 3. I listened to that shit, and I was putting music up on the website, and I was like, this shit is good. I, that's when I got hip to Gunner, so. Huh. He got some good raps, man. This album right here, real good. All y'all niggas who just like he broke the code, I'm I'm sure a lot of y'all niggas is bobbing y'all head. So get off the bullshit, <laughs> for real. You ready, man? I am ready, sir. All right, guys. It is that time again for the one and only. Started with rundown. Look at my African American. The rundown is where Shogun and myself, we we pack our suitcases up and we travel the world just like the Passport Boys would and make sure that it's all early. these niggas know who the fuck we are and then we give our opinion about it. Can I go first, bro? Yeah, go ahead. All right, man. Where you taking I had, this? I had, where you going? I had to do this story because he is so integral to our our podcast. Okay, so for okay. people who don't know, Boosted gun charge came after police spotted him on an Instagram live and tracked him with a helicopter. My oh, man Boosted is he, they arrested him in in documents of federal federal the feds got him. Federal prosecutors detailed Boosted's original arrest in San Diego police on May the sixth. This resulted from an officer watching an Instagram live from a known neighborhood Crip gang member. Wait, that was, what is that? Huh? Fuck you talking about, bitch. Instagram live. Damn it. Boosie was tagged in a live stream, which led the officers watching the page where he was doing a live stream in an area they described as being associated with a neighborhood crip criminal gang, uh, street gang. In the live stream, officers noticed that what appeared to be a gun in Boosie's waistband. Damn. He ain't supposed to be around guns, guys. Which led to the officers using an airborne law enforcement unit to track him down in San Diego. They located Bootsy. They pulled him over in a black SUV, and were and they and where he was riding in the back. Bootsy allegedly told the officers that his security guard had had a single gun in the vehicle. Officers then searched the vehicle, and in the back seat, they found the gun matching the one that was in his waist on the live stream. Federal <sighs> prosecutors then asked, added this quote. During processing, Hatch yelled at, at the security and asked why the security guard told the detectives the gun was on the seat. SDPD officers heard Hatch tell his security this. Then went on to say, quote, you told me that they were in the bag. The statement demonstrated Hatch's knowledge of, of the firearms in the Mercedes. Bootsy arrest was Bootsy was arrested by the, the ATF on Wednesday, June the 14th. For being a felon in possession of a weapon after his state level gun charges were dismissed in court. Damn, boy. He made his initial appearance in court on Thursday, but bail, a bail hearing was pushed back until June the 19th, which is tomorrow. 
Shogun. This nigga Boosie. How do you feel about Bootsy getting caught up? Being on Instagram Live, doing the John Morant. He got he got John Morant it. He did get John Morant it. So, free Boosie, of course. Again, we saying that. Again, another year we saying free Boosie. And how how amazing would it be for Boosie to be freed on Juneteenth? Mm. Wouldn't that be great? Oh. Couldn't he come out Boosie Day Parade? Boy, come on. I told y'all, niggas. I told y'all. Can I? That would be awesome for Boosie to come can back Can I tell home. you why, now, why I think he, this ain't going to happen? It ain't going to happen. Cause, I cause I, it's can federal. I read a tweet? Yeah. <laughs> I want to take time to apologize to my kids. I'm sorry. Oh, and I love y'all forever. <laughs> Ooh, we. That nigga. Shit. So I, think, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Ooh, shit. I don't like the way that sound. <laughs> I love y'all forever. Wait, what you? That sounded kind of dramatic <laughs> and final. Yeah, kind of final. You better bring your ass home. <clears throat> oh, damn. Uh, now, Bootsy, this live was not. Let me clear this up real quick. He, he didn't go live. It was yeah. somebody in his camp or somebody that was there that went live. And the, what I'm saying, why you showing niggas? He had to, if you see, I've seen the pictures and he did have a gun in his waistband and he is not supposed so, to be around. He's a felon. He can't have, he's not supposed to be carrying guns. I get that part and I understand that. But do they understand the circumstances that he was in? He was in gang land, like gang territory. Don't matter, bro. That's what security You get for. caught lacking, you going to get hit. That's what you got security. Boosie is known to have How many security. other rappers have died in, in LA? Several. That's. That's what happens. So you all say you ain't gonna go out there with no kind of protection? He can't do it because he's a he's a. I get what you saying, nigga, but I'm he just. He can't have no guns. You act like niggas don't step over the law all the time. <laughs> he got enough money to hide security, bro. You ever ran a red light? I would neither say. Uh, I would neither. <laughs> so, what so now you gonna plead uh, the fifth or, on it. or deny? Confirm or deny? Yeah, I would neither you confirm plead the or fifth. deny that. Okay, you plead the Fifth Amendment. You know, you exercising your man. Fifth Amendment just like Boosie was when he was exercising his Second Amendment. You should not take away a man's right to bear arms. If you a felon, if bro, a man you got into a, you a felon. See, I fell in love with the laws of this land, and I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying. You'll never get this lawyer shot. <laughs> hey, I'll try it. I, I, I was back in the corner, dog. I had nothing else. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, man, it sucks. I just hate that the dude recorded that shit, man. Mm. Yeah, he was he was there to get cleared of the gun charge he had. He had got arrested previously when he was in California over something similar, but he didn't have a gun. He got free, but yeah, they they had been well, watching him, man. They had been watching him. I, I also don't like that they use a helicopter to track his ass down. Like if he got away with it, let him go. They were gonna get like, his how easy are we making law enforcement's jobs? Like we recording it, we reporting it, and they all they got to do is just show up. And be like, hey, bro, I seen you on this video. You had a gun in your waistband. You ain't supposed to be around guns. Where the gun at? Oh, it's in the car. Okay, come on in. Turn around. Let me put these on your arms. But it was in his waistband too on the picture, bro. In 4K, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you literally got caught in 4K. <laughs> like, what and he, he got an iPhone he, he Max say, nah, over here. He can't say, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> That's a deep fake. <laughs> Shit. That's my stunt double. Bro. You see my movies? <laughs> I hire niggas that look just like me. 
I just, I'm trying. I just, hey man, I'm like free boots and two man. I hate that he got yeah. caught up in this bullshit. And but y'all niggas gotta. Can we just start a new street code that if you a street nigga, live is never or should never be turned on. But that's the culture now. Everybody want to go live. You can't, nigga. It's too much illegal shit live happening. The underground. <laughs> why are that's you recording why you the illegal have a phone. shit? You shouldn't even have a phone on you. But it's like I'm so real. I'm with Bootsy. Damn, I know he like man. Whoever whoever turned that camera on, man. Oh yeah, they've been apologizing since it happened. I'm sorry, Bootsy man. I'm sorry. I wonder how many years he get for that shit. Cause he going to jail. Well, we could probably look this up. Let's see. It's a federal crime. Let's see. He going to jail. What happens if a felon gets caught with a gun? He going to jail, bro. Uh, felon charged with possession of a firearm may face up to 25 God years. damn! And you know, a federal crime, you're going to do at least 80%. So 25 gonna years be for, a, for a gun, carrying a gun on a live that you your didn't gun rights on? can be revoked for Your gun rights can be revoked for 10 years. Felon can face up to 16 months or two to three years in a county jail for a fine up to $10,000. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay. We might He might be all right. Well, he in California, though, too. You got to think about the state. No. Because if, you know, New York got different gun laws than California yeah, and Alabama true. and stuff like that. So in California, he might get some time, some hard time. Yeah, this is New York. It says 25 yeah. years in New York. I don't, I'm trying to look at California. I don't think California, California well, about their gun laws either, bro. Carrying a loaded firearm in public is a misdemeanor in California. So, but he a felon. I don't know. Yeah, that that, that felon, felon part is was. It depends on how many charities he got. If he been he been giving away stuff for the kids, nah, he could bro. lean on that and say that I've been doing great for my community. Nah, bro, that's that's not gonna help him. That's yeah. not gonna help him. I really want to make a, a a line of holsters for just hood niggas. Like I think we that's a, a a market that has been untapped. Like niggas in the hood need holsters. Like Gucci designer looking type holsters or something. And also something that's easily accessible but concealable. Like I don't like the fact that people just tuck a gun in their waistband. That just seems so unsafe. And what happens if you running and it falls out, you know what I mean? Or you trying to pull it out and it's falling down your leg. Nigga, like what you gonna do? You need some shit that you can just Grab and go. Right. But it's just something I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm, well, felons aren't allowed, so. I'm sorry, Bootsy. I hope you get, I hope, I hope they don't throw the book at you. Hopefully you can get past this. But yeah, I seen that story. I was like, I got so I got we use Bootsy so much on our fucking show, man. I got to get that man yeah. some props and just, just, you know. Damn, I said, that's fucked up. That nigga wasn't even, he didn't even turn live on. Somebody else did. And the police was, yeah. was watching him. That's the problem. He didn't do it. Somebody else did. Uh, I'm trying to decide where I want to start. I like where you're going with this felon things because it, it makes me it makes me think about the laws, like the laws of the land. Do you feel like America is a land of laws? Do we believe in our laws? Do we believe in the Constitution? Do we feel like you have to follow every law of every part of the process to be an American? No. 
Yeah, it's some laws that you can step over. Just don't well, give a fuck. Some about. of those shits is outdated and need to be updated too. Well, not only that, some of them just don't matter. Yeah. Like taxism, Ta- taxism, <laughs> taxes, taxes. I-, I feel like taxes is theft. <laughs> oh. I'm one, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm falling towards that end of where I'm like comment one of those free state type people. Like I don't, you, I don't pay taxes because I'm a sovereign citizen or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But no, once you start making some money, you realize that you paying all this money into taxes. You're like, where is this shit going, and why the fuck is it going? Like, how is the government broke when I've been giving them money my whole life? Yeah, nigga. None of your business. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's, that's, that's the only none of your business, nigga. <laughs> you say good, nigga. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah, you like, dang, good, nigga. Let me let me let me read this post real quick. <laughs> you um, filthy nigga. This guy says this is a educated white man tweeting. Mm. So he's a dumbass. So he says by the time I'm sixty-seven, that would. <laughs> I would have paid over $600,000 into the Social Security on my behalf. He says that money would have been worth $1.9 million if I have gotten 5% return and my annual interest would be 95K a year. The government promised me that when I'm 67, I will get $3,700 a month, which is a total of $37,000 thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. how is this not theft because it's the government and they keep us from uh they keep us free they keep us free or they keep us from freedom you gotta <laughs> oh, use your mind it's the man. Show now. Here we use go. your mind brother right, brother think about what they doing to you they took the chains off just put chains on the fence to keep you locked inside mm. man look what they did to you during the pandemic brother you couldn't even go outside and breathe the free air, brother. Mm. You had to breathe the air coming through the AC unit with all those filtrations where you was not getting your actual nutrition. Come on, brother. Understand what they're doing to you. You need oxygen mm. to go through your lungs, brother, mm. to teach you how you understand the lies. Mm. See, real lies, real lies, real lies. See what I'm saying? Right. Come on now. Exactly. Taxation is theft. Mm. They taking your money before you get your money to give you crumbs back, my nigga. Mm. Right on, brother. So right on, right on, right on, and right on to my next shit because I I just want to get this out the way because I don't think anybody cares about this. But as I keep coming back week after week with another W, uh, <laughs> there's an update. I know this is just this is for my own bragging rights. Leave me alone, nigga. There's another W in Shogun's belt, and this one comes from uh. Since you said I was a suitcase, uh, what did we say? You said the you uh, named yourself Suitcase Poppy. I know, but you you said something else that I was trying to. What's the the uh the boys who was oh traveling. passport boys? Yeah, since you said we were the passport boys, I'm gonna take us over there to China. Damn, I'm sorry. Take us over there to China real quick. We are going to the Wuhan province. Details on the origins of the coronavirus suggest that the virus escaped from a Chinese lab in Wuhan. Fox News Chief Washington correspondent Mike Emanuel tonight with the new report and the findings on who were the first to be infected. Not only did we confirm that the virus came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China, 
We also were able to name the first three people sickened by the virus. A new report on the online platform Substack says scientists at the lab in Wuhan were the first COVID-19 patients in the fall of 2019 while conducting controversial gain-of-function research. The story names the scientists as Ben Hu, Yu Peng, and Yan Zhu. Jamie Metzl, a former World Health Organization advisor, called the revelation really? no jokes? explosive. I was expecting at least in an one joke from you. Well, I'm going to let this. I was going to let this. And it looks more and more like there was an accident followed by a criminal gang. FBI Director Christopher Ray told the Bureau's theory about its origin back on February 28th. The FBI has, for quite some time now, assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Yet the White House chief medical advisor during the pandemic has offered other explanations. Totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. We have an open mind, but it looks very, very much like this was a natural occurrence. Dr. Robert Redfield was CDC director during the pandemic. I'm very disappointed in how he's responded to this. Largely, I think it's grounded in his advocacy for gain-of-function research. Kansas Senator Roger Marshall says these latest revelations make China and Fauci look bad. We now can show everybody that what Dr. Fauci was telling us, what China was telling us, what the World Health Organization was telling us was a big lie. And they knew it was a lie all along. The nonpartisan government accountability office is out with a new report which found that U.S. taxpayer dollars flowed to Chinese entities, including the Wuhan lab, ahead of the COVID-19 outbreak. The money came from the National Institutes of Health and the U.S. Agency for International Development. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. This is a brand new report. You from fucking last love week. this, don't you? Every- I do. <laughs> I do. I'm not it. gonna lie. You take your victory. I love lap, it, nigga. I'm, I'm shit. <laughs> y'all niggas, never again <laughs> will I let y'all convince me off of my fucking square. Cause I be, I be, I be so right. But y'all be like, no, they ain't gonna lie to us. No, it's a conspiracy. No, you just be listening to niggas on the internet and they don't know what the fuck they talking about. <laughs> Bitch, I got this shit in my body and I ain't even need it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you love this. No. Well, because this is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. Why are the conspiracy people right and the niggas who've been telling us the shit that, hey, well, this is how it's supposed to be. How come they been wrong? How come they been wrong and the niggas who living in their grandma's basement been right? Probably come ain't right about that. Probably they ain't moved out, nigga. <laughs> it's hard to believe a nigga ain't moved out their grandma's basement, nigga. I'm just saying. But he still, he was right, though. He was right about everything that was going on. This shit, man. Now, again, this is, this is where everybody going to come with the fact checkers. Well, the fact checker said, well, yes, it did come from Substack. And no, Substack is not a credible source of information but the research that they're spreading on search uh, uh, uh reporting on i ain't gonna say spreading but report we did enough spreading in the last couple mm. years the, the research that we doing that was done and then reported on such stat is factual and that's where the problem is like people have been saying this for a very long time that hey we probably should look at this this um lab over here that's used to study coronavirus <laughs> when we have this new version of coronavirus that came kind of close to that area mm-hmm. you know where there's a lab 
they studies coronavirus that actually was getting money from the organization that Anthony Fauci actually, you know, heads up. So, I mean, I'm just. You loving this? I spent aren't you? two years. I spent two years saying, "Hey, man, we meet. We might need to look at this." And then now, slowly, the information is starting to trickle out. Bro, they knew way more than what they were saying, and they. This is the problem. They stifled the information and they stifled the debate and the conversation. You couldn't say anything other than what the approved message was, mm-hmm. and that's what I have a real issue with. We saw a concerted effort to control a narrative. Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead me to other stories. But I just wanted to take my victory lap on this one. Seems like the Wuhan lab is probably where the actual virus came from. You funky (laughs) motherfuckers. Flawless victory. That's sad, man. You sad. You yeah, sad. yeah, it's not sad. What are you it's talking about? You thought I was an egotistical? Yes. I'm a you sad know, individual. You were, you what were the fuck? your fucking ego with that shit. You know how many <laughs> arguments I got into with friends? People who qu- took my judgment to question because they thought I was trying to cause them some bodily harm when I said, hey, this new shit that don't seem like any of the old shit <laughs> is some shit that we should be worried about. I'm like, hey, bro, No. They told us this was the only solution was everybody get vaccinated. Fuck out of here. That was never the solution. Sure but good. whatever. Yeah. We ain't going back there. You should be a little we bit more classy, back. We... bro. Act like you've been Why? there before. These niggas wasn't classy when they was calling me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Act like you've been there before. No. Well, I have been there. But I'm sick You're of classy, man. I'm sick of taking the high road when there nobody else took the high road. When, when it, what did I Michelle lost... Obama say? When they go low, you go high. Why? <laughs> because it's the right thing to do. Well, who says that? <laughs> the only person you ever heard say this shit is Michelle Obama. And she the fucking wa- president's wife. She had to never live my life, bitch. You don't know what the fuck she talking about. <laughs> I just love the fact that the hood, nobody, all black people was questioning that shit. But just be, anyway, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't even know where to go after this. Oh my God! I don't even know where to go after this. Oh. Motherfuckers, just think critically. That's all I'm asking. What? That's what I. That's my takeaway from it. Just when think more critically. people who are who have who are in higher levels than you are are saying to do something, and then you got this long nigga over here like I don't know. What do you think? But people other are go doctors with? who study the same shit that he studies was saying, "Hey, this is not right." But he Something's was wrong. Them here. other doctors were nominated to be the man, which was, was Fauci's job. They said, "Hey, this but do Fauci you remember guy. when I go ahead. I brought in clips of all these other doctors yeah. and everybody crazy?" And I was like, "Hey, maybe we should listen to them." And now, anyway, <laughs> whatever. I have nowhere to go. I don't even know. Neither one of my stories can top your victory lap of nigga, I told you I so. Wanted- <laughs> nigga, I told you so. <laughs> Look who I'm yelling at. I'm yelling at our listeners of all the people. Well, the people some, who it was some us. naysayers out there, too. Yeah. It was a lot. I got a lot of heat. <laughs> where, 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 where your this polo man, at, They nigga? call me. You should have been wearing oh, your polo. Yeah, I, you should have studied nah, on with week. their polo. You got your polo on? <laughs> not this week. Well, they say they told me. Anyway, it it, it don't matter, but it matters. No, it matters. <laughs> it matters because your black ass is like I told your ass. 
told y'all. But nigga. that was the thing. Everybody questioning everything I said, and they feel like I'm trying to do some harm or some malicious intent. But I'm sitting here. My whole thing was to try to balance the the the, the narrative and the response. I all, from the jump I said, "Hey, this shit ain't a death sentence," and everybody else acted like it was. But people died. Like they, they, people did die. Yes. People die all the time. But what we learned is that people, no, 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 listen to me, listen to me. What we have learned is that there's a lot of people dying daily that we just don't know about. And the numbers is, is very, very sad when you look at it as a national population for Americans. Mm-hmm. We, we learned that our health isn't, our, our health is trash here in America. Right. And our health care is even worse. Like the money that you have to spend to stay alive is just it's, it's, it's unfeasible. I agree with that. Yeah, it is. Ridiculous. And so that was where I was complaining about. I was like, they want us to do all this shit. They can put money into this, but they won't focus on anything else. They won't look at your diet. They won't look at the nutrition. They won't look at why are people in America so sick. But yet we had to do this experimental type shit. You know, like it's kind of weird. And and then I don't want anybody to think that it's partisan because it's not. It's both parties was pushing this bullshit. Because mm. during the debates, everybody was like, oh, I ain't taking that shit if Trump does it. When when Joe Biden got to be the president and everybody's like, yeah, I'm taking it now. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever. Mm. Do some research, nigga. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to see where I want to go after that, after that victory lap. Um, I guess since we're talking about victory laps, do you remember when I brought? Well, we both brought this story. Remember that? Remember that? Remember that incident at Starbucks with those two black men were sitting up there waiting on their homeboy, and the manager yeah. was like, "Hey, get out yeah. of here, niggers!" And they was yeah, like, "I remember that businessman." Well, yeah, and they, yeah, the ex-manager just got paid twenty-five point six million dollars. God damn! <laughs> because they sued Starbucks. Uh, Susan Shannon Phillips. Worked for Starbucks for 13 years, sued the coffee chain in 2019 after being fired for the high-profile arrest of the two black men in Philly. Now, back in 2018, a manager at uh, the Philadelphia Starbucks called Dante Robinson and Rashad Nelson, <laughs> called the police on them, who they were just sitting there waiting, you know, on a uh, business. It was a business opportunity that they was waiting on. Now, in the lawsuit, Phillips said that she was let go because she was white. Claiming that Starbucks oh. was attempting to punish her, punish the white employees <laughs> who were involved in the arrest, but who worked in and around the city of Philadelphia in an effort to convince the community that it had properly responded to the oh. incident. <laughs> this is what the AP hey, report. <laughs> per the complaint, <laughs> the reason for her termination was quote the situ quote that the situ that the situation is not recoverable. It argued the reasoning was a pretext for race discrimination and her face and her race was a motivating and or de- determining factor in Starbucks discriminatory treatment of her. So she was so they like fired her. They said y'all basically <laughs> she said they fired me cuz I was white. No, wait. The reason the situation happened was because two black men got the police called them them from a white woman who was the manager. Right. Right. And then they terminated that manager, and they said the only reason they terminated her was because she was like, white. Right. <laughs> so Wednesday, the jury found Starbucks liable under New Jersey state law and federal law and awarded um, the 
Oh, initially the six hundred thousand dollars in contemporary damages, but twenty five million dollars in punitive damages. So, Damn. yeah, this manager who went through all of that won the lawsuit. How do you feel about her? Wait, so did the black guys get paid? I don't know what happened to them. Did they ever get? The- oh, this is some bullshit. <laughs> did they get their <laughs> deal done? They're businessmen. Hey, I'll be calling that white lady. Hey, bitch, don't you got paid because my black ass is still so bitch. So she got to break me off. So. Yeah, she got paid twenty five point six million dollars, man, for for okay. kicking those niggas out of money. here. That's some bullshit. She got rewarded. <laughs> you gonna tell us this on Juneteenth, bitch? That's why you got to keep your third eye open, brother. Keep your I third did, eye. Open. But my pineal gland is calcified right now. I thought Starbucks was going to help me out, but it's part of the problem. Nigga, that's, that's why Medusa's on the cup. This some bullshit, man. How the fuck you, some you, how you do some racist <laughs> shit, then get paid because you white? She failed up. <laughs> she failed up. And what happened when you Like she promoted? fell up the stairs like the president did. When you get promoted to customer, you can sue for that shit. Yeah, she basically God sued. Damn. She sued because they said they were being discriminatory towards her because she is a white woman. Because she was being discriminatory. Right. This is some white privilege ass shit right here. Well, that is amazing. Twenty five million dollars richer. I ain't mad at it. I'm happy that she got her money. I just hope the black dudes get a little bit of money Banking too. Shit, them niggas got a scone. Damn, <laughs> they America. got a scone and free coffee for a year. That's America, bro. <laughs> Golly. And she got. You t- think she can get another job? What she need one for? She got twenty five million. I'm trying to hate on her now. I'm trying to Scotty Pippen the whole situation. <laughs> Yeah, I feel she I'm was, John Morant she, she the whole a, situation. She was a horrible manager. How could she? <laughs> For real. What, how t- coffee was always cold. <laughs> yep. I Man, if I was her, one of her former employees, I'd come up with something. I know they got a video of her doing something crazy. I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to post this if you don't give me some of that money. She was working for Starbucks for 13 years. I'm pretty sure she was straight and narrow. Why she called the pop, cops then? Cause she seen two niggas sitting up there and wasn't buying no shit. <laughs> that don't sound like straight and narrow to me. She was straight and narrow for that situation in her eyes. What was it? What city this was this? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't know. Rocky was a little, you know. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know how Rocky was. That motherfucker was like, "Get these niggas out of here. They're not even supposed to be in here." Yeah, they did. She got out of there. Damn, she did feel but, that though. Honestly, Think about it this way. So the company fired her just to make sure the neighborhood wouldn't do nothing to the store. In a way, that that's kind of like this trans situation with, with Target. Like, <laughs> the Target was, like, trying to keep their sales going by moving their stuff, into the trans stuff in the back. Mm-hmm. And then their sales started plummeting. And then the trans people hating Target. It's like, okay, what can you do in this situation? You're trying to appease, appease one of these communities, but you can't appease everybody. I guess. But is this discriminatory? What? Her getting fired? Her getting fired, yeah. Yes. No, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah. That question's that's a hard right. question. <laughs> you gotta no, think about the whole circumstances. They're protecting <laughs> so what? you have to look at it's I'm looking what? at it from the standpoint of if we fire this manager, that's gonna protect what we have built here. The Starbucks that's been there been there for a while. Clearly, if she's still the manager there, if we let this slide, who knows Why what's going to happen her? after that? And I think they didn't they didn't they protest or something? Then they come. Well, that's what I'm saying. They cave into the protesters. The protesters are saying that she called the police because she felt like these two black guys in the store were there doing something wrong. 
Damn, I that's think we are I'm confused as fuck now. I feel like this, you watch the Flash again. I feel like <laughs> we are justified discrimination, or at least rewarding it. Yeah, I feel like that too. But then again, it's like, well, but who's the discriminatory? That's what I'm saying. Who, who, who's in the wrong? I, I think tar- I mean Starbucks is. How they were protecting their business? Because they fired this woman for doing her job. But you got to protect the overall business, and I don't think they thought she was gonna from who for the community. Because the community was going to do what? They're probably going to burn that bitch down. <laughs> Why? I don't know. We need to ask Meek Mill. Oh, you, now you don't know. <laughs> the niggas in Philly be wilding, niggas. <laughs> well, else? So you had to protect the business, as you said, and that's what Starbucks did. But in protecting the business, they lost 25. Well, that's a drop in the bucket for them. They they make yeah, shit for them. more coffee. Oh, that ain't hurt Starbucks. Can't give away no free scones no more. They're one of the biggest uh, companies out there. That's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So they'll be fine, and she's great. But she got twenty five million for being discriminatory. Hmm. But because she was discriminated against. How? How? This is because she got fired. No, she got fired because the neighborhood thought that she called the cops on the black guys just because they was black. They might be right, but she got fired because of that. Where's Barry Allen? Go back in time. Fix the timeline, Barry. <laughs> No, Barry fucks it up every time oh, yeah. he go back. Now we got George Clooney. <laughs> what the fuck? Fix the timeline, George. This is wild. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that is. How the fuck? That is a good story. I, I like need that. to be. No, I can't. It ain't going to work in my favor. I need a quick 25 mil, too. That ain't going to work in my favor. <laughs> quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, first, you got to invest, what, 13 years into a company that you hate? Uh, How many years you been over there? Six. No, All right, now you got to do some discrim- Do something discriminatory. <laughs> <laughs> this is the South, man. They're gonna be like, man, get this, hang this nigger, get him out of here. Damn. Yeah, they still lynching. I think this is one of those super woke companies works out in your favor. You know, people want woke to die, and everything that goes woke go broke. I mean, the company might be going broke, but she's all right. Starbucks ain't gonna never go broke. People love that place. Okay. I don't go there, but I know a lot of people who love it. Yeah. Okay. Do you drink coffee? I nah. I use it like like a senzu bean when I'm about to die. <laughs> and they need to pick me up. That's when I get some coffee. <laughs> coffee tear my stomach up too much. Yeah, it do. They tell me the beans be running through. I'll be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, I know I ain't Mexican now. From Mexico. Me <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> I know what my roots are, <laughs> and it ain't oh, Mexico, man. so there you go. I just start huh. real quick. Shout uh-huh. out to my woman who just gives me great advice. I just start shopping at Me Pueblos. And let me tell you, those prices. Me Pueblos? Yeah, boy. Great prices. You save some money up in there. Great prices. Right. Great And prices. it's real food. Yeah. Yeah. New Mexicans be looking See? at me like, I'll be like, <laughs> not my head. See, like, Shh. Don't be telling nobody I, I see. And the cashier, the, the cashier talked to me in Spanish. I just nod my head. Like, nigga, I mean, you kind of look, <laughs> you kind of got that wavy hair. I know, but so. I got to nod my head. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't know, but, but you better have that need, Google Translate on your headphones. Know, like, I don't have like 10 words. Oh, what'd you say? Glasses? Yeah, that's that and, and uh, bueno. Mucho bueno. No bueno. <laughs> that's about it. Bueno. Okay. They, be, they might be talking about killing me. I'll be like, bueno, good. All right. 
So my question of this week so far, is America a land of laws? That's what I've been trying to ask. And I think we are. Your your last story kind of explains that depending on your perspective, you can see the same thing happen in two different situations. One might be positive. One might be negative. Mm. Positive. We saw uh, some lady who was discriminatory getting let go of her duties. But also a positive is she was wrongfully terminated. Oh, wait, maybe she was rightfully terminated. She I, she was rightfully terminated. I don't care. It's Juneteenth. Yeah. We can't go with the white folks. There we go. I'm with you on that. So what I'm seeing now is, uh, you know, Donald Trump, again, got arrested. This is becoming a weekly thing. And he worse and, than uh, thugs out here in the streets. <laughs> what do you think worse? He is a thug out here. Um, I mean. Continue. Is he? <laughs> That's my question. Like, okay. Is he? Let me let me ask you. What do what do you okay? What's thuggish about him? What's thuggish? His attitude. I like mean, when when he that's rich white man behavior. Got arrested. So okay, okay. Well, just like Starbucks, you would probably want him gone if he was doing that type of stuff. I mean, was he was he doing such a bad job? Comparing to com, where was we at this point with him and and where was we where we see that ain't fair that, that ain't fair to ask that ain't fair to ask yes he did a better job being the president but he had a the last president probably set him up for success right and then when he took the reins things was okay but he made a lot of decisions that got us into the situation where we are today what situation is that. Well, we we fucking broke. That's, <laughs> we're that's in a Trump's war. Fault? Uh, no, it's not. But if he had to follow along with the get along gang, we might not be in the situation that we get are along. in today. Yeah, the get along gang. So I'm I'm leading somewhere. What I've been seeing when people talk about the, the Trump situation, he got arrested because he had uh, documents in his house. They're not secure documents. I see a lot of people talking about, well, you know, Joe Biden did the same thing and Hillary Clinton had emails and and Pence had documents and everybody's doing this thing what they call whataboutism. Mm. You've heard of this word, right? Whataboutism is a a technique or practice of responding to an accusation or a difficult question by making a counter accusation or raising a different issue. Mm -hmm. I feel like the discourse that I've seen and, you know, I, I get my news from all over the world and YouTube and, and Instagram and everything. I think everybody's disingenuous with their takes on this. People are saying that Trump did wrong, but when Hillary Clinton did the same or something similar, it wasn't wrong when she did it. But I feel like, okay, if we are a land of laws, then nobody should be above the law. Even though we all break the law, you know, I've run through red lights before, ran through a stop sign, or I've stole stuff before. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I've done some shit. Mm-hmm. When you don't get caught, you get away with it. I think our political parties are so brazen with the shit that they do that they do corruption in our face. And we're so used to the corruption that we're just like, well, that's just the system. That's just how it works. You know, people 
frown upon capitalism as if capitalism is the end all be all and the worst thing in the world. But capitalism actually has helped more people than it's hindered. And if you look at our American system of, hold on, let me finish. If you looked at our American system of capitalism, it's not true form of capitalism. We have rules that we're supposed to live by through capitalism. But we have so many different versions of this that, say like the banks, if, if we had a real form of capitalism, you, you have the best product, you make your money with that best product, if somebody else come up with a product that's better than that, that was making the most money, they have competition and they're going to fight each other. Whatever's best is going to win. Well, we have a system that's designed not to let things fail. Like how you have a, a business or a bank that's too big to fail. That's not real capitalism. Let them shits go out of business if they doing some risky, you know, judgment or, or banking. But, I understand the sentiment of it. You don't want everybody to go broke because these banks did some bullshit. But at the same time, how can you say this is capitalism? I'm a conspiracy guy. So I do believe in a new world order, right? Mm. Like a one world government type situation trying to form. Okay. Is it happening now? Yes. Is it something that is like detrimental to my health? Not at the current moment. Will it become something terrifying in the future? Most likely. And it's something that we should definitely worry about. But what can I do about it today? Nothing. Like if I protest the American government for going overseas to invade a a sovereign country, the American government is not going to listen to me. They're going to do whatever they want to do. And we've seen it to be both parties. It's the, the Democrats and the Republicans. Both of them have a singular objective that they want to get done. Now, when Obama was the president, he wasn't really trying to do anything with Ukraine. He wasn't really fucking with them like that. But Joe Biden pushed the issue and was trying to get us to be over there and and involved in him a little bit more. It seems to be that Joe Biden made some deals. I mean, he even said it on camera. He was like, yeah, I got this dude fired. He was investigating what was going on with my son over there. And he held up them from getting his money or giving them money just to get this dude out of there. Mm. Anyway, it looks like corruption is happening. And I think we're so divided as a country that we don't we we're not able to look at it and say wrong is wrong, right is right. But we're now looking at it and justifying it when it's our party or our guy. Like the Republicans are saying, well, Donald Trump shouldn't be held responsible for all this stuff. I mean, he wasn't obstructing justice because he had these secret files in Mar-a-Lago and he was moving them around because the FBI was going around. But you clearly can see what the FBI is doing. The FBI wouldn't even investigate Hunter Biden's email or they wouldn't investigate Hillary Clinton with the, the servers. And even though it's true, the context is a little different. What I'm confused by on this is Donald Trump could have documents and as the president you can make those documents not you you can make them uh unclassified Mm -hmm. he didn't do it (laughs) so it's like okay if he didn't do that and he still housed these documents and when the fbi asked for them back and he moved them around then that clearly shows intent of him trying to keep it away from the fbi 
But what happens if the FBI is corrupt? And you can clearly see that they've been working. I don't want to say clearly see, but yeah, you can like, see that a, it seems a like a big. That's a tall order when you say clearly, bro. Right. But it does feel like every other week there's something new with this dude. Is he the most corrupted politician or is he the most scrutinized politician? I feel like currently he's the most scrutinized because, you know, the FBI did try to investigate what Hillary Clinton did with the service and she did destroy the service. She broke uh, phones with hammers and, you know, all that stuff we talked about on the podcast when it happened. But apparently she did it through the right channels. And then when they did the investigation, they said there was no ill intent that happened. She should not have had it done, but I don't think what she did with with classified documents would be uh, something that is a federal offense. And they've they've turned this into a criminal thing with Donald Trump, but they didn't make it into a criminal thing with Hillary Clinton. So it, it, it is a bunch of what about isms. It seems like everybody's up in arms because my team is not being afforded the same rules that your team is being afforded. And so I, I seen this video the other day on Instagram and it was kind of interesting because yeah, the FBI is weird to me. I asked this question on the podcast. I was like, Hey, what good has the FBI done? Like, is it justified that this organization is still together? Is it, is it worth it? Because to me, I feel like they've done more harm than good, but from my perspective, I'm only looking at it about what they've done with black people in the black community. She's kind of weird. The FBI was withholding from congressional oversight a document showing that during the Obama administration, Biden accepted a $10 million bribe through his son Hunter to force the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor that was investigating corruption, an event that Donald Trump looked into, sparking the first impeachment and forcing the arming of Ukraine, in turn setting the stage for the current war against Russia. Evidence of the bribe was also in Hunter Biden's laptop, which the FBI also had, but that they swore was Russian disinformation and infiltrated social media to censor during the 2020 campaign. Campaign, all while the FBI investigates Trump for having classified documents, despite the FBI admittedly letting Hillary Clinton off for a similar charge in 2016 when they were simultaneously launching the Russiagate investigation into Donald Trump using falsified evidence provided by the Clinton campaign. Do I have that all straight? Everything he said is correct, but the context of it is a little off. And this is where, where I, 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 I'm... I'm confused because the Trump people are die hard for their guy. And I respect that. That's they do. They riding with them. But how can you support this person and then also say America is such a great place? We believe in laws, but you're OK with him breaking the laws that you were mad about when Hillary Clinton broke the law. It's like your goalpost keeps moving and the hypocrisy is on full display right now. It's like you're only OK with this because the dude who you're supporting is a Republican. And it's like when the, the Democrats are doing the same shit too, they're like, oh, Hillary Clinton didn't do anything wrong. She just had a server in her basement and yeah, the FBI was looking for it, but it's okay, she can have a server. But okay, yeah, if, it was, if it's wrong when Trump does it, why is it not wrong when she did it? And that's where I'm, I'm trying to figure out, how do we meet in the middle? If you break in the rules, you break in the rules and we should have, we should be fair about this throughout the whole system. Mm. But we also have a Congress that is allowed to insider trade. So we know that there are going to be some corrupt 
shit going on. These people are getting into power because they want to make money. Well, Once they get let's, that, let's in- not say we 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 can't say that we know. Why that, would you want to be the that's president? That's a stretch. It's saying like that's what we know. We we don't necessarily know, and I'm not caping for nobody. But I'm just saying, I got you. Got to use your words. I feel wisely like uh, when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. From my perspective, I feel like people only want power because they know it comes with influence. Mm. And when you have influence, you can get money off of it. And so that's why I keep asking, are we a a land of laws? Because I don't think we are. I think we are a a land of thieves and roguish motherfuckers. And it's like, it's cool as long as you don't get caught. But when you get caught, can you fight your way out? So do you feel like it would be fair? We just talked about Bootsy again. Mm -hmm. Full circle. Bootsy, Bootsy. um, First story we did for the rundown was Bootsy getting caught with a gun over something that he didn't even have nothing to do with. So let me ask you a right. question. If Bootsy get off, do you think it's fair that Bootsy gets off if he has the type, the money and the lawyers to do it compared to, let's just say me. Let's say I got, I was a felon. Yeah. Let's say I had got caught right. with a gun. And let's say I ain't, I ain't got the power or the money like Bootsy got. And same situation with me. But I can't get off because I don't have the lawyers or the money to do it. Do you feel like that's right. fair? I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Bootsy, so I'm gonna say yeah. I want Bootsy to get off, and that's the same shit that's happening. No, I'm, people but, like Clinton, people like Trump, so they gonna want him to get off. But that, that's why I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm asking. Do you think that's fair? Do you think it's fair for Bootsy to be able? to It's get not off? fair. No, life isn't fair though. It's like that's what this is where we're trying to strive to get into a point of equity where everybody's starting at the same level playing field, but that can never happen. You know what I'm saying? Like right. people are gonna have more advances and people are gonna have less. Right. It's like I don't know how we can, we're gonna strive to make a better tomorrow, and that's the goal. But saying that we are all gonna be the same and we're gonna all have the same rights and and, and experiences here in America, that'll never happen. So I don't know what is actually fair. I don't think there is a fair, but we, we got to be honest with ourselves and be honest with each other. It's like, yo, you only supporting this because you fuck with that dude. Not that he did wrong or right, because I feel like all of these motherfuckers are wrong. It's it's wrong. If, if it's wrong that Trump has it, it's wrong when Clinton had it. It's wrong when Pence had it. It's wrong when Joe Biden had it. Mm. But there's different levels of severity when it comes to this wrong i don't care about trump but i'm just looking at the goalpost shifting and that's what i'm only talking yeah, about. yeah man but but we live in a country that if you got the money to get out of it you're gonna get out of it so he'll be fine you get what i'm saying like that's yeah. kind of how america works you either have and you can move the way you want to or you don't have yeah. and you can't do shit now there are some times where you can get away with it Kind of like the Starbucks yeah. situation where that lady clearly was being discriminatory <laughs> towards uh, these two black guys. But guess what? She got $25 million out of it. Boy, look at you that. You get what I'm saying? Look at God. So it's right. it's one of those things where it's just like, bro, like, you kind of have to know. <laughs> we've lived in America long enough to kind of know how the rules work. Now, people yeah. are going to be fans of who they're going to be fans of, bro. Like, you can't. Right. I mean, you know, that that just, that's the root of America. You love who you love, and you're going to fight for them because you love them. You get what I'm saying? They People fuck with mm-hmm. both sides. They fuck with Trump. They fuck with Hillary. They fuck with all the people. And they're going to go for what they're going to go for. Unfortunately, that actually moves up into, that kind of goes into Congress and Senate and those types of things. Because we're stuck on a two-party system that has been consistently 
um, the thing to do for the last umpteen right. million years. It's we time to change that. You can't change. You, can't, you can't change what is something. What is it with with uh? You can't change what's been passed down throughout the years through people who are in power. When I say people are in power, I kind of mean white people. White people are still majority <laughs> no matter what you say. So you're saying, well, we need to change this. Well, it's kind of hard, you know what I'm saying, when you have something that's been ingrained in you throughout your, your years of living. And it, it's, you're successful at it and you're getting, when you have generational wealth and that works on the side of whatever you're going for, why would I change? That keeps me rich. Me being on the side of certain people keeps me rich and keeps me where my kids' kids can have whatever they need to. Not saying it's fair, True. but I'm saying that's how the that's how United States work. I got money. As long as I'm I'm voting this way and moving the way that I'm supposed to move with these people, I'm gonna continue to have that. Now, yeah, your little broke black ass, you're gonna just be suitcase poppy for the rest of your life and that's hey i can't worry about that i'm rich over here and i gotta keep continue to make my money the way i need to make it now until we get somebody in here who understands the fact of saying we gotta tax these rich motherfuckers and they gotta feel the, the hurt too is that gonna ever happen and, in our lifetime probably not i think the newer see, generation of people i think there are newer generations that are to the point now where that traditional shit is out the fucking door and I think we're moving yeah. to a point to where like things will change. We'll probably never see it because I, yeah. it, it just it's it's too many generations deep for us to say for this to for it to change. Does that make sense? Right. No, it makes perfect sense and I agree with you on that. Uh I'm a traditional man and I like a lot of this traditional stuff, but I can see the flaws in sticking with a, a tradition. Like you have to be willing to adjust with the times and you got to be willing to hear the other side. Like there's new information that comes out every day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think helps me out that I'm naturally curious and I'm skeptical. So I I look at a lot of this stuff and I'm just like, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if this is that, you know, real, but I still listen to it, even though I have my own personal understanding of the situation. Would you say biases? So, I would I would say biases, but because it's, it's, it's my a, biases are pretty understanding. But though. that's a, I, I, I'm willing to change. Being biases is a human thing, bro. That's not something you're going to be biased towards one thing or another, no matter what it is. And I'm not saying that's a right or wrong thing. I'm just saying that's a human thing. Yeah. You're human, like you're going to be biased towards something that feels good to you and it works for you until you find yeah. out the flaws in it, and then it's just like, well, maybe I should switch that shit up. You know what I'm saying? But right. That's a human thing, man. Like people are going yeah. to, no matter how non-biased people say that they are, it's always something you're going to fall on one side or the other on something, no matter what. Yeah, I, I just I felt like the stuff that I was seeing about this Trump situation is kind of weird. And this one, I think they actually got him on. Like, there's there's no escaping this one. He did wrong. He tried to he tried to hide the information and keep it away from the FBI. Maybe it's because he didn't trust him. Maybe it's because he was obstructing justice, as they call it. I think the argument that they're going to have to do is just like with the Hillary Clinton situation. They're going to have to try to prove intent. And so that's might be where he can fight. But it looks like an open and shut case from my vantage point. Mm. So. Whatever. <laughs> we all know is to keep him from being a president. 
Yeah, I mean, which I would agree with. <laughs> we don't want, we don't need another four years of that guy being. Oh the yeah, president, just give us need, the Santos. That's what we need. I, I guess I don't think he's gonna win either. But they, they he like diet Trump. <laughs> they trying to make him be the guy. I told you, bro. For so, who? My man from Blexit. Exactly. You don't even remember his name. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's Tim Lewis. Tim no, Scott. No, it ain't no Tim Scott. Get out of here. <laughs> What's that black man's name? The radio host. God damn it. Larry Elder. Yeah, Larry Elder. God damn it. I thought it was Brandon Tatum. Yeah, Larry Elder. Got- <laughs> Brandon Tatum. <laughs> That's his brother. I mean, that's his cousin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's a different dad. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Larry, uh, Larry, you got my vote, brother. Put money back in my pocket, my man. I'm voting for you. Cordell right. West, come on down. I want to hear you. I, wanna, I like. I, wanna hear I ain't going to lie. Say. I want Cornell. I, I, that would be great to Let's see. Talk about these ops. The white folks ain't going to vote for him. You never know. The liberals will, but not no traditional... Yeah. He gonna be, he's he's going right. to be good for some quotes. i tell you that much. Oh, most he definitely. He's going to have some quotables. You got anything else? Nah, I I, I do, but not for real. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, you were supposed to talk about that uh, that case. What case? Oh, yeah. I I, I got a couple things, but it's, it's like, nigga, it's like two week, two hours. And I 20, know. That's what we, we spent a lot deep. of time in the beginning. Yeah, we took a lot of time. <laughs> I got some UFO stuff, so I was like, I, I just, I'll save it for another yeah, one. I was, but let me let me get, go I ahead. I was going to bring up the Sugihana stuff, but. What's going on with Sugihana? Oh, when she got kissed on by yeah. YK Osari? Yeah, but we too. Yeah, that was kind of weird. too deep in the podcast I ain't going to lie. I'm going to keep this other story for next week for real. I got a good one. I, that nobody's talking about, and I, I we gotta we. I'm most definitely gonna put it. I'm. I know I said it last week about the Rudolph trial, but this one, I don't. Do you know JB JP Morgan's gonna had a settlement for the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking victim? A settlement to who? To the victims. Two hundred ninety oh. million dollars settlement to the to the sex trafficking victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh wow! I'm gonna keep that for well. Yeah, I mean, they definitely knew what was going on because the money was funneling through those banks. Yeah, but that's saving their ass. I'll I'll save that for Nick. I have I have that story. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I definitely want to hear that. Yes. So let me the things I had left. I had Project Blue Bean. I was going to go into a deep dive about that and the UFOs. And also, there was an update about the backyard UFOs from last week. Uh, apparently, the the Twitter detectives found out that the circle that was in their backyard yeah. was there for a whole year. Like they was able to use Google Maps and see that circle that was in their backyard. Also, the kid who recorded the video belongs to some kind of UFO group, and so he was you know, you know he was actually a UFO fanatic. Mm-hmm. So they actually have meteorologists and, and sky watchers who track that light <laughs> that was captured on the. Uh, the God police officer. What yeah, the, the fuck police are... officer. See, you, you got to leave these rooms, bro. You got to be a, a suitcase poppy like me to see people, <laughs> astrologers and all that. Fuck out of here. Yeah, g- anyway, g- g- but they give anybody the... a title around this bitch. Cole Jackson. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> they, uh... Anyway, they they tracked that light that was streaking in the sky. It was actually a meteor, and it was a type of gas that was burning because of the color they could tell. Um, what else? Got that good gas because uh, he, he when he was explaining he was high as fuck. 
Right. <laughs> the, the story kept flipping around. He said that he was working on the truck with his brother, but his dad was also outside. But when the dad was interviewed by the cops, when the cops was on scene, his dad was in PJs, meaning that he was probably inside the house the whole time. Oh, I thought he so. was in the hood. My bad. Wrong <laughs> well, PJs. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> And also the last thing, uh, I, I did notice this, but I didn't say anything about it because I was like, how did George Nat George Nat, he was a radio host on Coast to Coast AM. Mm-hmm. He was also a reporter in this situation. And if you listen to Coast to Coast AM, you know it's a paranormal type uh, radio show. He was on there at one point, and he always was talking about some UFO stuff. So he, his uh, involvement in this situation is kind of suspect because he wants the UFO situation to be real. So it seems like that whole backyard UFO situation was hoax mm-hmm. and just fakeness. Oh, also on the ring camera that showed the lights flashing, that was from a video that had nothing to do with that whole area a couple of years ago, and they just grabbed it and, you know, repurposed Kung it. Kung Fu trickery. So, yeah. Strikes again. So it was, a lot of, it was a lot of bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, I, I'm not going to talk about the uh, – was well, we got a few minutes. Let me let me get this out the way. That way, I ain't gotta I ain't gotta travel this for the next episode. The bombshell claim about UFOs. A former U.S. intelligence official, an Air Force veteran, claims a top secret program is withholding evidence of alien spacecrafts. Certainly interesting. The military whistleblower has now handed over classified informa- information to Congress. Fox's Lauren Blanchard has more. David Grush handed over extensive classified information to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general, saying it exposes top secret programs that have retrieved and studied debris from alien spacecraft, which he says have been intentionally withheld from lawmakers and the American public. His claims coming just days after a first of its kind NASA hearing on UFO sightings around the world. It's now our collective responsibility to investigate these occurrences with the rigorous scientific scrutiny that they deserve. And some lawmakers agree the military and intelligence community need to be more transparent. I think we should uh, be open to hearing it and and telling the American people uh, as much as we possibly can. I think people are ready to hear whatever is out there. Maybe it's a man-made aircraft, maybe it's otherworldly. Stay tuned. NASA is expected to release its final report on its UFO study by the end of July. In Washington, Lauren Blanchard, Fox News. All right. They're having a, they're so, having a field day with this shit. What a bunch, it's not what a, real, what a bunch man. Of, what a bunch of misdirection. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's all misdirection. The reason I say this, okay, so in that video, they said that the whistleblower handed over classified documents to Congress. Mm-hmm. If it was wrong when Trump had classified documents and Hillary Clinton had classified documents, why is it okay when this whistleblower has classified documents? You did all of that to set up a fucking joke. You sorry. No, I got more. I I got more. This is the perspective that I'm coming from. The other thing is, and I did do all this to set up a fucking joke. (laughs) The other thing is, you remember when, when people were trying to speak out against COVID? That message was stamped out like nobody could get that shit spread. How is it that this guy is able to take classified information and have it disseminated against all of across America media? All news stations was talking about this. If it's classified, 
if it's not if it's something that we're not supposed to know about, but we got a whistleblower and all of the media is reporting on it, that means that they want you to know. A about whistleblower it. is bad, bro. That's not a good name. You're not supposed to be a whistleblower. But the news, the news is reporting on what the whistleblower is right. saying. But that's that's made. But when you're a whistleblower, that's bad. You seen she hate me, nigga? They take all your shit when you when you whistleblower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. To, that is a good movie fuck, for that. You gotta fuck. <laughs> you gotta impregnate women for money. Yeah, it's a good industry. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, isn't it kind of odd that this information is allowed to be spread? He snuck it. That's what I'm saying. He he didn't sneak it when it's being shown on night. Go ahead. Why is the news covering what this whistleblower is saying? Because it's important news to them. Okay. He's leaking information. So when you are a whistleblower, I mean, you know the definition. You're leaking shit. That cl- uh-huh. you're leaking classified information. So uh-huh. when the, once the news get it, once it's public, then the news can do it. That's like uh, the Wikipedia uh, situation. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's no law against um, reporting on classified information that got leaked. Well, ask Eric Snowden. Wikipedia again. Snowden's, yeah. Snowden is. He had to flee the states because they was gonna fucking kill his ass for leaking information. Right. I don't think this Grooch, Grosh, or whatever his name Grooch. is, leaking this UFO stuff. I don't know. I think it's Grosh or Grooch or something like that. But he's leaking all this information, and he ain't fearful of his life. So if there was this grand conspiracy of the U.S. government hiding aliens. And this guy is leaking all this information mm. to all of America, and he's not fearful of his life. Come on, bro. The aliens got him. <laughs> the aliens got his back, huh? I just don't believe just, none of this shit, come on, man. My nigga, you can't I don't go believe against none of guns. this. Nigga, I done seen Mars attack. <laughs> I know how that shit works. Yeah. <laughs> what he happened got, to them? Got they a, got killed by terrible music. That nigga got, that nigga got a, uh, a nation of. He got a nation of millions. Backing them up, <laughs> nation of willing, a coalition down. of willing. I guess. Yeah, them niggas come down and zap them up and fuck all us up, man. The other thing is because I've heard all of these conspiracies and stories about UFOs. When I start hearing like actual concrete information being repeated again and again and again, I'm like, oh no, nah, this is misinformation. They they pushing this out there to get people ready for the declassification of aliens or whatever. I, I just don't think this is legit. Hmm. So the Project Bluebeam was a way of unifying the whole world. They're going to fake an alien invasion to get rid of all religion and all issues with borders and whatnot. Hmm. So people just come together to fight this huge threat that's coming to the earth. Like War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Yeah, basically, or Independence Day. Once we all band together (laughs) and we fight and destroy the aliens, then we should have peace all together. There you go. Which kind of is a forming of a one-world government because we're all on the same page. So it's kind of one of those conspiracy-type situations. But you you, See what I did there? But you don't want that. It's a good... So you you I'm not saying I don't want it. You're a man about war. You're not about peace, brother. And I think that's the problem. Oh, okay. I got you. Should be about peace, man. We should fuck you, Hogan. We should all hold hands and sing "Kumbaya, One Nation." Under oh, so you one of them alien niggas? I got. Oh no, (laughs) I hate everybody. 
I don't like nobody. <laughs> I hate the niggas too. <laughs> hey, yo, racism is gonna be way better when we got aliens. Here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh well, what kind of jokes they gonna be saying? Fuck to them sardine oh, heads. Foot. Oh, the sardine <laughs> heads. Do you think they would get our our type of comedy? No, because of aliens. What if they could roast? <laughs> like what? If, like not kill us and eat us, but roast like actually joke. I don't know, man. That would be funny. That would be. I don't know. I just, I feel like this whole situation is suspect. They allowing this information to come out and they spreading it through the news media. The world's boring right now, man. Ain't nothing going on. We're just going through a recession and but we're just giving money to like another country and prices ain't doing nothing but going up. Uh, it's boring. Oh, it's man, a boring year. Ooh, I can't wait for that victory lap. When I, when I, when I come through and I say, yeah, I was right about the Ukraine situation. Oof, y'all niggas gonna hate me. Anyway. I ain't got nothing else. I don't have anything else either, man. Guys, thank you for joining us for another wonderful episode of the Governor Podcast. We really appreciate you guys showing up and showing out. I'm gonna put yep. I'm gonna put a question. I don't know what kind of question of the week it is, but every week we're gonna have some kind of question because I okay. took a podcaster's master class and they say, Hey, engagement is key. Have you a question of the week. So okay. I gotta put a question up there every week. It's right up under the pod if you're on Spotify. So, I'm going to do it every week. No matter how dumb it is, it might have something to do with the podcast or it just might have something to do with me and Shogun. Who knows? Uh, warm rag after sex. Yes or no? Mm, hot towel. It got to be hot or warm? Is it different? Oh, yeah, it is a difference. Yeah, Hell you don't no. want to be too hot because... <laughs> you put, yo, you jumped up so quick. Dry. You jumped. You jumped. <laughs> you ever had a dry towel like, on your dick, nigga? It is a little rough. Yeah, that, shit is, that shit is uncomfortable. I ain't got to use the microfibers, yeah. bro. The microfibers is great. Rub that, get that cum off your dick with that dry towel. Shit. Hey, but when it's cold, though, like you put cold water on that shit, that shit turned into glue. <laughs> so warm is the uh, way to go, huh? I think so, because it wipe off easy. Shit, that nigga said dry. But let, Hell no. Nah. What are you, a fucking... Let the listeners... Like, what, what did they what think? What are you, Samoan? You What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, get that dry towel. Wipe my wipe the cum off of me. Terrible. Oh, it don't... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed the microwaves. We'll see you guys next week. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said. <laughs> And I'll say it again. BYK Radio.